call-in show where you decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. I'm Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Hi. Have you taken even one white pill after Monday? I'm... I just don't want to. Huh. I thought maybe you might dabble. You might uh, maybe, I don't know, what's the drink equivalent of the white pill? One shot, you know? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I feel like um, I don't want to have any hope because so much could go awry. That's the thing. I I have obviously John Roberts has confirmed this opinion and this opinion was written under the premise that it is the majority opinion. It is labeled as such. It's from February if people don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the leaked row opinion or the leaked opinion overturning row, of course. Um, and so I have no doubt that as of February, it was the court's intent to overturn Roe v. Wade through a magnificently written opinion by Alito. That is everything I think Roe critics could hope for. Yeah. It demolishes every possible pro Roe argument thoroughly. I, I, I It's uh, one of the better opinions I've read in a long time. Of course, I don't read them all. But this one is very well done. Mm-hmm. And I want to enjoy the moment as much as possible. But I know that the leak was done for the purposes of fuckery. Yep. And the window remains open for fuckery. Yeah. Exactly. And I've seen it reported in a couple different sources uh, within the last couple of days. John Roberts doing John Roberts things. Now, I had hoped that John Roberts would be such an institutionalist. And he seems pretty pissed off about the leak, as he should be. But I thought he might be such an institutionalist that even John Roberts would get the activated eyes and say, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm joining Alito. I'm joining Kavanaugh. I'm joining Barrett. It's now reported. I don't know if it's conclusive, but it's reported that Roberts is joining the liberals, making this a 5-4 decision, which it was kind of speculated to be from the start. But what does that mean? It means you take one. You just got to get one. Yeah. And by get, I mean, like, have somebody cave to the pressure. I mean, anything from that to literally get. I don't put it past these people to get someone physically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's just one. It's one that is the the only domino that needs to fall. And I don't want to over celebrate until that actually comes. I wish the court would just release the opinion now. You know what you want? You got it out there. Here it is. Five, four. We're done. No, instead, we might sit on this for a couple months and have effectively the same. There's no winning. It's like if if the same opinion comes out at the end of June. Well, then why did you sit on it? And if a different opinion comes out, especially if it's a different decision. Yeah, nobody will believe that. So they're really stuck. I think they just have to let it go. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if they're going to do that. Yeah. Anyway, I'm fascinated by this story. In every single way, so I hope maybe some people will have some thoughts on it, but if not, certainly we will talk about it more on Sunday because the freakouts have been amazing. Just 
Uh, they might even surpass some of the Trump election freakouts, to be honest. Some of them are amazing. The Anna Kasparian over at the Young Turks. Oh, my God. I haven't seen it. But I mean, uh, you have to question people's sanity when when they're so concerned with late term abortion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw. And, and the, the arguments are just so stupid. One of my favorite today was from uh, Stephanie Rule over at MSNBC. She tweeted, these states that are going to have restrictive abortion laws, would they be in favor of uh, fathers having to pay for X, Y and Z for their children? Yes. Oh, oh, oh you got me. I. I, know. I don't I don't want to give up my cherished right to be a deadbeat dad. Yes, we favor parental responsibility for Clearly. both parties. That's not an That's own. That's what this is about. Yeah. These, their arguments are just moronic at every single stage. Um, but yeah, I, I think you're exactly right. It's bizarre to watch people. The, the hill I must die on is the hill to kill not just my chil- my late term children specifically. They want abortion. Half <laughs> these people probably want it post birth. You know, they want the I full know, Ralph Northam. I wonder if this gets bounced back to the states, if the states that legalize abortion will feel less uh, smite from God. Hmm. Maybe he'll give us a break. <laughs> you know, Idaho is one of the states that has uh, that as soon as Roe is overturned, uh, restrictive law will go into effect. Montana. Right. I was interested to learn this. Montana is not. So I wondered why. why? The reason why is because the Montana Supreme Court has interpreted the right to an abortion through the Montana Constitution's right to privacy. And I don't know that. So we kind of have our own mini row here. I don't know if the Montana Constitution explicitly has a right to privacy. Um, I'll have to read up on this. But they've basically done the row reasoning that privacy means I get to kill my kid in private. <laughs> you know, if I privately murder my wife, that's fine. We just keep it between us and the privacy of our home. <laughs> Such a weird argument that privacy means killing uh killing your kid yeah but yeah. um no this is great and i you know i say this as someone who of course was i've not been a pro-life person my entire life um yeah me neither. so i say this with full acknowledgement that i'm kind of new to the club of seeing the light on this but my enthusiasm is not just for the prospect of the lives that will be preserved through this it's for the prospect of the proper uh, constitutional authority and the proper order of power in this country. It's great for that too. So mm-hmm. all in all, I couldn't be happier, but I just I worry about the fuckery, man. They, they got some you shit up their sleeves. Anyway, you guys, uh, you, you guys know how the call in show works. Uh, if you would like to participate, uh, there are instructions for how to do that link uh, in the description of whatever video platform you may be viewing on. If you'd like to participate, but you can't do it live, uh, of course, send us an email question. You can do that through the contact page of the website. That's mattchristensenmedia.com slash contact. Look for the call-in show question form, and we'll catch up with your super chats every half hour as well. I will delay no more because I've wasted caller time, but uh, but man, what a what a start to the news week. Zig is up first. Zig, are you there? Evening, guys. How are we doing tonight? Hi, good. How are you? We are well. <clears throat> What's on your mind? Excellent. Um, just wanted to say, I finally got around to subscribing to you guys. So I, uh, appreciate all your hard work and, uh, Pat and Blanche forever. Well, thank all you. Right. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for supporting. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, first call again. So I'm going to, again, try to keep it short. Uh, I just like to put out there that Elon Musk is not our friend. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't have my know, Twitter you, account back, so that's pretty cool. But no, I don't have time, it back. Oh, you don't. Then fuck him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, he's done, you know, speaks at the uh, the WEF forums and all that stuff. You can tell he's not really on our side to begin with. Yeah. So I, I just want to put that out there. 
Yeah, I think that um, we need to be um, cautiously optimistic about this Twitter news. Absolutely. Also, um, I know, Matt, you're still kind of on your journey to faith, and Juan's been having a little bit of trouble recently, but uh, mm-hmm. I just um, I want to plug one channel, and I'm not going to do it again, I promise, but uh, D-A-Y-Z, Days of Noah. That okay. guy's got, uh, he, he just hit about 100,000 subscribers. He's been at it for like six, seven years now. And the work that guy puts in is absolutely amazing. Uh, I hope that what is it again? One more time. I, I'll add him now. D-A-Y-Z, Days of Noah. He's a okay. uh, big brain coming from the uh, Christian side of things and really has a good perspective on stuff going on. Subscribed. All right. Awesome. Uh, any, anything else in your mind? That's about it, guys. Have a good show. Okay. Well, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. And thanks for supporting the show as well. (laughs) Bye-bye. Take care. Have a good night. Okay. Meadily is up next. Meadily, are you there? Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. What's on your mind? Cool. Hey, guys. Uh, First of all, Matt, I just wanted a quick thank you uh, for that. You you sent back a little quick reply when I emailed you at the end of last year uh, regarding my brother brother dying from an illness. Hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's hard for me to remember the exact details, but, uh, no, no, it's, fine. it's fine. Uh, basically, um, what it was is, uh, my brother, um, his name was Ray. He uh-huh. was, um, he had, he'd contracted, uh, you know, the, the woo flu back in, uh, back in Thanksgiving. And, mm-hmm. um, it looked like he was recovering just fine, but right before, you know, right before, you know, after he was finished with it, he had contracted pneumonia on top of it. And the pneumonia hmm. fucking took him out. Wow. Um, well, I'm, nice. I'm sorry to hear it. Yeah, yeah. So no, no problem. If, if, yeah. So if, if he hadn't gotten coronavirus, then then no, pneumonia probably would have been hmm. better, or at least a little bit better. But his lungs were like severely damaged at that point, and they weren't healing. And uh, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm not saying you know it came out of the blue. He was he was he was older. He was 48, and mm-hmm. he uh, and he was he was fat. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna lie about it. He was overweight, and he had like an undiagnosed diabetes and stuff you know which were compounding the problem so hmm. it's just it, it's it's not shocking i'm not you know i'm not like surprised but it still really fucking sucks um, yeah I, it's it's but, never easy to to lose a person you say 48 as old but man that's that's definitely not old you know there's a lot of no not at all a lot of life ahead unfortunately but i'm sorry to hear it yeah yeah and no it, problem um but actually, yeah, that, that's not what I really wanted to bring up. But I, I just wanted to, to get to get your opinion on something. Is I know, I know that we have a lot of libertarians are saying, you know, that Ron DeSantis would be a better candidate than Trump for the for the next election for the primaries. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I have one point that I, that I think that a lot of people aren't really considering is that Trump had a lot of celebrity behind him. Like even you know, like like there are a lot of celebrities even on the Dem side, you know, or on the leftist side. They have like pictures of Trump, and they were they, they were they were all very basically worshiping him at one point. And DeSantis never never had that. He always started out as a right wing Nazi that uh, hmm. that I don't think would play out well, you know, for like the rest of the country. But Florida obviously loves him, but I I don't see that. I don't really see him flying. And one of the reasons why, on top of that, is. I have a sister who is pretty left wing. She's not so crazy left wing that she won't talk to her family, but she's she's left wing. Like she voted for for Hillary and she voted for for uh, Biden last time around, hmm. and she actually likes Trump a little bit. You know, she's like she thinks he's funny and stuff. What? But she's not left wing. She's there's no way. Well, <laughs> 
she brought she 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 brought up um but we you know when we went to to, to the funeral in December we had just uh-huh. brought up randomly like DeSantis for some reason I can't remember what the context was and just automatically his name coming up she's like I fucking hate him I'm like and we were all surprised we were like what are you guys my, my you're not Floridians like, yeah, are you or or you no, live elsewhere no okay. no we're in Minnesota hmm. uh, why but, why did but, she say well that that was it because we were we were shocked and we were like. What, why? What? What do you not like about DeSantis? I mean, he, he he's he's been right about the COVID. You know, his COVID policy has been been right all along. And she's just like, you know, I just I just hate that that he's alive. That that was her reasoning. So I hate that he's alive. Of, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that sounds a little. That is a little over the top, yeah, maybe, but see, okay. Yeah, I'm 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 not, I'm not even exaggerating. See, that's the thing, though. Is I think there's a lot of irrational hatred that. DeSantis that Republicans are not prepared for. Well, see, that that know. was my uh, my count. The thing about Trump to, to kind of your main point of who would be the better candidate, I don't know any. There, there is nobody available to the Republicans who has a more loyal base than Trump does, um, both in right. loyalty and size. However, there's probably nobody who inspires more hate votes against him. At least that was my mm-hmm. assumption. But, you know, you're from your piece of anecdotal evidence, at least maybe that's a wrong assumption. Maybe there is just as much hate opposition to Ron DeSantis and I just don't realize it, but uh, there, there, there is see. And, and the thing is like, like a lot of Republicans, like, like Ben, Ben, Ju, Ju Shiro, no, um, Ben Ju Shiro. That might be a little bit of a stretch, but okay. All right. We'll say, he'd be like, okay, gang, you know, uh, Donald Trump, he, he's not nice. You're an ass hat. He always shoots himself in the foot. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, he does. He does. I'll grant you that. Do you think that fucking matters? Yeah. <laughs> the stuff that Andrew Cuomo said was, you know, on, on, a, on a daily basis during his press conferences were worse than what Trump said. And they just covered for him. And Ron DeSantis will do something totally milk toast and, <clears throat> and like and just reasonable, you know, like like removing, you know, the floor or uh, well, uh, the Disney Corporation's uh, ability to police itself. You know, and they'll they'll flip the fuck out. They'll, they'll give it. They'll call him. You know, like a fascist Nazi. They're, they'll do the same. They'll do the same fucking thing. And it, it doesn't matter if it's not true. They will just you know they'll just gaslight people and say it over and over and over again. And people will believe it, like they believe Russia. Yeah. Even though it was obviously not true that <clears throat> that Donald Trump was peeing on a you know having prostitutes peeing on a fucking mattress. Right. And for that reason, I don't think that anybody's unprepared or underprepared for um, another Republican candidate of any kind. I mean, they know what's coming for them. It doesn't matter who they put up. Everybody hates Republicans. I suppose. I mean, to your point, Republicans they, uh, hate Republicans. They did the same thing to, uh, and I'm not a fan. But they did the same sort of attacks on Mitt Romney in 2012, too. They, yep. they made him out to be yep. binders full of women, binders full of women. He cut a gay kid's hair. Remember that one? He put the family <laughs> dog on the roof of the car. There was all this ridiculousness. And, um, you know, I'm not a fan of Mitt Romney's politics. However, he seems like, well, I don't know. I, I, I shouldn't claim to know what his private life is like, but he seems like a very, uh, uh, just milk toast kind of guy. I'd be surprised if there are. Yep. Well, I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe he does have a dungeon full of kids for all I know. <laughs> Who cares? He, he just might be very does. good at hiding it with his demeanor. I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah. Your point is taken that, that, uh, that the hate machine will run. Has like a sex dungeon with children. In <laughs> the hate machine will, uh, will function regardless yep. of who's picked. It just, it just depends on who's targeted. I think you might be right about that. Who is your preference? 
between Trump and DeSantis? Probably Trump, just because he's a lot like Elon Musk, where he'll just literally say, tell the people, fuck you, where Ron DeSantis will be like, well, it's not very nice that you call me that. And Trump will be like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Trump, Trump will just do that. So, All right. And yeah. Well, thanks for the call. I, and I the love thoughts. a person who says fuck you. So. Thanks for the call and all the best to your family. Appreciate it. You're an asshat. Okay. Um, next is, oh, I did get, uh, uh, my wife is, is not home. She's out on the town handling some things, but I'm, I'm informed there's a big pro-choice crowd screaming downtown Bozeman right now. Uh, why can't we have any part of the country? <laughs> like, I'm just so tired. Of I'm this. sure. Just- it's college kids from California is who's doing this. Oh, my God. But what is up with these people? I feel like women lack agency, but they still should have a baseline level of being maternal that allows them to foresee that in future, this will damage them if they do it now. I, I watched the news this morning and there was a middle aged woman, probably 40 to 45 years old, unironically, seriously saying, I worry about the future for my daughters and granddaughters. I saw that tweet. And it's like, you're worried that your slut daughter is going to get pregnant and she's not going to be able to kill her baby. That's yeah. what oh, you're worried about. Thank God my granddaughter's future is secure by my slut daughter killing her. <laughs> I know. And then, oh, that didn't, that layer didn't even occur to me, although, although it's quite obvious. Um, yeah. Shouldn't the concern be, my daughter's a slut? Uh, that's a... Um, you know, it, it's it's funny how many ratioed tweets or near ratioed tweets there are of people saying, you know, uh, here's a thought. Don't have sex with people with whom you don't accept the possibility of pregnancy. Kind of old school, I know, but it is a, a pretty foolproof way to avoid this whole situation. And the idea of just restraining yourself a little bit sexually, uh, unacceptable to a huge number of people. You should just... Have free reign. It's just a symptom. Again, people want to do whatever they want without any consequences in all contexts. This is just one of them. Well, you know, this is this is men's fault. (laughs) You know what I did notice on Twitter, too? uh, And and Andrew Torba over at Gab was talking about this. There's uh, I wouldn't say it's a lot, but there's more repeal the 19th talk than you might have previously seen. But it's never going to happen. Did you know this was part of Alito's opinion? I was not aware of this. I would have guessed the opposite. But in Mississippi specifically in 2020, women outvoted men 55% to 45% of the voting population. 55% were women, 45% were men. And that trend is true nationally, though not quite as drastic. But women do outvote men nationally, which I was surprised Mm -hmm. to learn. Well, women are never going to make the decision to give their power back. Uh, you mean take their power? What do you mean? To give the power that, that we've attained. Oh, I see. Back to yeah. society. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's just never, ever going to happen. Like it has to be taken by men and men are pussies. So it's, it's kind of over. <laughs> you know, th- we could have saved things after suffrage if it wasn't for the sexual revolution. And that is all men. They're like, oh, free pussy. It doesn't matter if we destroy the West, idiots. Uh, and now there's no way to get the cat back in the bag. Well, and you wonder to what extent is one the consequence of the other? It's the same thing. We talk about um, how sort of uh, marriage equality, gay marriage led to uh, a lot of the kind of transgender stuff that we're seeing now. And just on paper, 
sort of logical proof. A doesn't necessarily lead to B. There isn't really an obvious reason why it must, but it does. And it did. Yeah. There's no denying that. Well, the left would um, deny the causation, but it's like you, your society becomes degenerate in one way and it just opens up the pores of the society and yeah. then it, it just becomes degenerate in other ways. It's all interconnected. Rick related. Santorum just watching and laughing. Dude somewhere. was right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was such a retard. Yeah. Right about it. I would. Pr- it's would I there are situations in which I would vote for Rick Santorum. Not Ugh. it's not my guy, but I would certainly take him over any Democrat. You know, I can't believe I'm saying that. Okay. Michael Hudson, women have to have a voice, but do they, shouldn't a woman's voice be her husband's voice? I realize the irony of me saying this on a platform. (laughs) I I get that. Yeah. But, um, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures in a functional society. I don't have to do it. I don't have to do this. I don't know Um, that I have, as we've talked about a, a bunch, I don't know that, um, the actual vote, well, it has created all sorts of consequences. I can't pretend that it hasn't. But um, but I think more consequential has been just replacing the father with the state that women view government as their husband, as their father, uh, as their caretaker, their provider in a lot of different ways. And maybe one is a consequence of the other. They have voted for that over time, perhaps. Um, I don't know. But But you have no need for that if you have a strong men in your life that take care of you. Yeah, exactly. It's. It's, it's part of women's nature to seek security, and that's a good thing. The security of the family is a great thing, and they should seek that, and men should provide it. When it is um, distorted and perverted into a relationship with the government, then we see all sorts of problems like we see today. Maybe repeal the 19th isn't so far behind. I mean, this is so shocking. <laughs> I never well, thought anything like this would happen. But they are saying now that this has happened, it's going to lead to them. Biden said today that this decision is going to lead to gay kids, like separate but equal for gay kids in school. The straight kids are going to be segregated from the gay kids in yeah, uh, high all of school. This sounds awesome. Or something yeah. like that. I don't know how he got there, but it was a funny, a funny quote. Hmm. Anyway, I need to shut the hell up and move on to the callers. So uh, Orwell's ghost is up next. Orwell, are you there? Hey, buddy. Why did I say that? Orwell? Okay, he, he didn't hear it. Good. Hey, hey, buddy. Oh, damn. <laughs> he did. What's hey, on your buddy. mind, buddy? <laughs> oh, nothing. I, uh, I haven't heard anybody's opinion on Roe v. Wade, so I just wanted to ask you guys what you thought about it. No, I'm kidding. I, I was uh, going to say, I all was, right. I'm happy to talk more about it because it's such an incredible story. But No, I, I, I have absolutely zero interest in talking about it, so I hear plenty of it. I, I watched your video today, Matt. I really liked it. So, oh, well, thanks um, for watching. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I wanted, to, I wanted to ask one. Uh, videos do you watch? Or like what sort of podcasts or videos do you watch about uh what the like commentaries and things like that what you broke up political commentaries no 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 catholic commentaries oh um i was what i was listening to ascension presents every once in a while and then the bible in a year review and that's pretty much it and i just found out that my priest is getting transferred so like like is this god Uh, telling me that i should convert to orthodoxy Probably not. I was going to say, do you ever listen to um, uh, do you ever listen to what Catholics believe? It's kind of an old channel and it's got a lot of old videos, but it's pretty Somebody good. Somebody has told me this. Let me subscribe really quick. Yeah. So these guys 
this is an old it's sort of like a pbs style channel and believe it or not i think if i remember correctly it used to be on on uh, bet <laughs> really um yeah it was on bet at like 6 30 in the morning or four o'clock or something like that 4 30 in the morning um and then obviously you know when youtube came around they put it on but there's uh they put it on but it's a bunch of settings so um and it's a bunch of dudes who were um they were all sort of students and i would say i would call them apostles of or acolytes of, of marcel lefebvre um, uh, bishop marcel lefebvre um and there's one on there in particular, Father William Jenkins, and I would describe this guy as Tom Thomas of Catholicism. Like he just he does it all very clearly and very succinctly. Now debate, technically Thomas debate either. All very clear. I'm kind of losing. Yeah, I'm getting a little robot talk here. I'm losing you a little bit. Sorry. Is this better? Um, yeah, I don't know. It sounds Maybe. like it's probably it's the connection. But let, let, all right, carry on. Sorry to interrupt, but it yeah, was just getting sorry, really bad. Sorry, sorry. No, that's um, so. Anyhow, I would watch what Catholics believe. They break it down okay. by by sort of subject. And uh, Father William Jenkins, he's very, very good. And like I said, it's the best way I can describe him is sort of like Tom Soul of Catholic priests online. He's hmm. very, very, very clear in his position. Okay. But, but yeah, yeah. Anyhow, um, I subscribed. Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I won't take up too much of your time, you guys. I'm sure there's plenty of people who want to talk about abortions, Wade, and the the coat hanger people <laughs> hanging out the Supreme Court who are absolute fucking monsters. But anyhow, you guys have a good. Uh, you guys have a good, show, a good week. <laughs> thank you, Bye. man. Appreciate it. Yep. All right, Mal or Mall? I guess Mall, right? Mall's up next. It is me. Yes. Hello. What's up? Hi. What's on your mind? Oh my gosh. I have been trying to get in. I was trying to get in last week when the shit was kind of popping off. Uh, uh, when the, what was popping off? I can't even remember. Last week is already gone. Uh, to me. I, don't, I don't know. Twitter, uh, Elon buying Twitter. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Old oh, yeah. news now. That. It's old uh, news yeah. now. Do you guys remember the like, war in Ukraine? I totally forgot about that. Oh my God. Too. You know yeah. what? I forgot about that. I forgot <laughs> yeah. the whole, you know what? It, it's the whole thing about the, the news cycle that's of late is that everything keeps getting completely, um, Trumped over something else, and yeah, basically, that's how it goes. yeah. Well, well, my my thing was is that the whole Roe v. Wade thing. I've been listening to this whole. I've been listening to just the process screeching, and I was hoping I was going to listen to one of my the one that left this discourse that I'm in, and they deleted their p- political the the politics channel. I was like, right in time with this leaked opinion. Or well, it was had it something to do with something. It was something else entirely in their server, which oh. I was not around for that to happen. It was happened about a week before this. Hmm. But I was like, damn, I actually want to know what they thought about this. But yeah, there's a, it, it, it's, I take the Air July type thing. One of his tweets was, it's funny how the leftists. I gotta, I gotta look. At, I gotta pull up what it was. But it's like it's funny how the leftists basically care. They now care about um, 
What what is what was it again? Ah, damn it, I forgot. They basically care. They care. They with with the whole Roe v. Wade thing. They now care about choice when they was pushing the whole vaccine mandate shit. Yeah, that's and, funny. Yeah, and I know. And one of the uh, and one of the left lefty people in one of the another discourse I was in, he was arguing that oh, it's not the same thing. I'm like, but it, is it though? It's it's almost exactly the same thing. The only thing I think they would be able to say, or the argument I think they would make, is your decision not to get the vaccine has inherent external consequences for others. I don't think that's actually which uh, is true. Not, but yeah, it's but, not true it, but, because of the fact that the uh, the whole vac it's predicated on the fact that the vaccine will stop transmission, which it doesn't. It, it's a symptom. Of yeah, and, and the other flaw is. Um, Abortion has inherent external consequences for right, others. Obviously, <laughs> nobody wants to miss <laughs> you that. Know, so you do have to. I, mean, I think they're. I think they're basically an exact parallel. I, I can't tell you why um, you would be logically in favor of forcibly stabbing someone with a foreign substance yeah. uh, and abandoning the "my body, my choice" sort of framework. How that fits with the "my body, my choice" justification for abortion. Mm-hmm. I've said it before and I'll say it again. My position is basically a very difficult position to defend, but I but defend it I must because it's kind of a, a consistent I have to stay consistent. But and I kind of said that in uh in the meetup uh in our meetup thing on Telegram actually, because we was actually having this whole debate uh yesterday while I was on my way to work, uh with, with in our in our meetup group in Telegram in Dallas. But well, shout out to the Dallas meetup. Hopefully, I'll make it this time. Hmm. But um, basically, somebody said that they used to be on my position of being pro-choice only because they're very not for government intervention or, or just very wary of government intervention entirely. But even I have to say that this Roe v. Wade thing, I kind of think it should have gotten overturned because on the premise of it, because it's just more government overreach. Well, it's, com- it's complete about. insanity. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. sure we could have a long and good debate about pro-choice versus pro-life. Roe v. Wade is a fundamentally different premise. It's, it's whether you have a, a, a right to an abortion in the Constitution, which is just an insanely either not, dishonest argument or an, an argument that, that really irritates me it could justify it, it's just a license to insert whatever you like into the constitution as a means to force uh and impose policy nationally not even by congress which is bad enough but by unelected justices with no and you accountability know what's funny? and you know what's funny like now they're talking about actually pushing it put, like trying to Make a bill to yeah. actually try to codify it to law. It's like y'all, y'all have how many times has y'all have gotten into control of Congress in both chambers and the presidency, and yet y'all in the twenty five years since this things since uh, y'all been in like in power most of the time in twenty five years, and not one time did y'all even try to do it. Yeah, legislators being debt. mad about having to legislate is a, I mean, another hilarious situation. It's not even just that, but like Obama had it on his desk. He said he was going to sign that in two. 2008 and he never touched it and i'm just like oh now now that they're y'all about to get the thing overturned now y'all care yeah. i'm like y'all it's like well y'all i'm i'm glad um 
in, as a, as a formerly a pro-choice person myself, I'm glad that you're able to see that pro-choice and Roe v. Wade do not go hand in hand. You are yeah. clearly able to split those two things. Yeah, and just to just for the record, for the people thinking uh, I'm I'm pro-choice, but I'm not pro-abortion. Let's just get that out of the way. The fucking left has gone fucking insane. Yeah. But they're they're basically pro-abortion and not pro-choice. They are. It's like, they are. Just, they view it as an insane. achievement. They view it as a. That's what shout your abortion means. Look what I did. It's Behold. Dope. They don't. They don't actually it, view it as an achievement, though. If you feel good about something, you don't have to tell everyone about it all the GD time. Yeah, I suppose. But, they, but I think that's the only. I think that's the only thing they. They probably. That's probably just how they're. How they want to be. They want to project their. There's like like it's kind of a virtue type of thing, but just yeah. not. It's not a virtue at all. It's kind of a shitty thing. You're pushing away a lot of centrists and moderates doing that kind of shit. But yeah. I'm a, uh, I'm leaving that. I'm keeping y'all longer than I should. No, but how do you absolve yourself for something that you know that you've done that's horrible? Yeah, you get other people to do the same thing, and then you're in good company. Yeah, they yeah. Love- Misery loves company, basically. Well, this is about secular absolution. That's what all it, of this shout your abortion shit is about. I think That's it's, a, I think it's both. A, both misery and secular absolution kind of thing. Because they lo- they would like to be miserable and want people to be miserable while also wanting to be uh, absolute. With, and you... Oh my gosh, they put... Somebody put it together. Someone put it perfectly. It's my there my body my choice your body my choice yeah it always comes down to their choice you're right that is the common denominator they get to choose and impose uh, in all scenarios so um, thank you for the call man I appreciate it yeah uh, thank you for thank you so much and keep it up keep it up and congrats oh, I, I don't know if I can I don't know did I miss anything I don't know if I missed anything. <laughs> I'll take the congratulations too and congratulations to you yeah yep. have a See great you night. Later. Uh, that's an interesting point that you made. And I, I think that makes uh, logical sense. I hadn't thought about that. If you commit something bad for which you are ashamed, one of the coping mechanisms is to, uh, I suppose, dilute that shame in a crowd of other people who have committed the same sin. And maybe yeah. you can say, I'm not bad. See, everyone did it too. Even though if everyone does a bunch of bad things, they're still bad. There's no... um. Uh, what's the word? There's no uh, resolution of that of that uh, immorality just this because is how a bunch they of people satiate did the human urge to repent. Hmm. Christianity would solve all of these problems, and God will forgive them. So I, I fail to see why they even bother with all of these this this leftist collectivism. I don't even know if they the way you put it does make sense to me. I don't even know if they realize that's what they're doing though. No, leftists lack self awareness. It's hmm. a major problem. We are due for a break, so let's catch up with our chatters. We're good on D-Live. Thank you guys over there. Let me check Tippy stream. See, I don't say much, but when I do, sometimes deeply profound. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> you know, there might be some unfair attacks on uh, a person or two here or there, but uh, every once in a while, you know, you, yeah, that, that was one that I just, that's one that I hadn't thought of in those terms. And that does make sense to me. Um, we do it on the ride all the time, too. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think uh, I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of examples of that um, by people, like I said, who are aware or unaware that they're actually doing it. So I, I'm, I'll keep an eye out now over on um, Tippy stream. Rocky Mountain Monk says anyone interested in creating or joining freedom based communities 
Check out the Exit and Build Land Summit on the weekend of May 13th presented by the Live Free Academy. The first two days will be streamed for free. Their website is livefree.academy. Okay, I uh, perhaps I will give that a look myself. Livefree.academy if you're interested in the Exit and Build Land Summit. That sounds to me like a sort of a Bertaria type thing, maybe. Like yeah, exit maybe. and build, go away yeah. and build something cool. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing exactly what that means, but it sounds like good themes. Uh, I often yawn when Blonde is talking. <laughs> uh, really, Matt? That's a terrible thing to say about your co-host. Wow, that's deep. Oh. So he yeah, he baited me to, to read that. Uh, well done. All right. I, I don't know if I've seen a prank in the super chat on that level before. Long Dong John. Why can't I say that? Long Dong. Dong. John. It's hard. As someone of more of a pro-choice persuasion, I'm turning against um I'm turning against it in no small part to the laughing in our faces when we rightly called the vaccine mandates uh, a my body, my choice issue. Now you want me to stick your neck out for you, lol, fuck you and fuck off. Well, yeah. I wonder how many people are of your perspective. Um, because my views on this uh, on abortion have sort of evolved over the last, I don't know, five years or so really since that lady shouted her abortion at us in, in Cleveland. I knew that I was not on that team, but it's it's been, it's taken a long time for me to see things at least a little more clearly than I, than I did. But I wonder there, there are a lot of pro-choice people or people who are somewhere in the middle of like, uh, I, you know, I, I want a, a whole host of exceptions and I think people should be able to have an abortion for any reason early and, and all that sort of stuff. But when you look at Roe, the decision and that coupled with the, the freak show reactions of these people mm-hmm. and their inconsistency on the vaccines, right? I think there are a lot of people who might sort of have a reaction like John is talking about where it's not just, um, even principle based per se, it's just uh, fuck you guys. I think there might be some of that. And as we were saying before live, my only complaint with Alito's opinion, and it's not finished yet. I just hope Kavanaugh gets at least a, a concurring opinion. Lol, you lose sluts. Justice Kavanaugh. <laughs> he he really needs revenge. Yeah, really. On this. He really, uh, he, they made him out to be a boogeyman on Roe v. Wade. Be the boogeyman. Be the boogeyman. And laugh. Yeah. You guys yeah, want this? Totally. Here you go. Uh, did you see that that tweet? I think it was from a doctor. It's like if you really want misoprostol, you can get it from a veterinary clinic because oh, yeah. they use it for horse ulcers or something <laughs> like that. It's like, oh yeah, uh, my friend sent that to me, and she's like, "Are they even listening to the?" That's I gotta look at that. Not that I is that, that just real? seems beyond belief that beyond parody. I'm I'm supposed to believe they're actually doing horse medicine for abortions. Is that? They've I, gone I full know. circle from Joe Rogan know. talks about horse based for Corona to here's horse medicine to induce abortion. Am I understanding that correctly? Jeez. That's so far beyond if it's I feel like that can't be. I must be missing something because that would be so far beyond even their capabilities of hypocrisy. <laughs> I got to look into that. Yikes. Let's get a couple oh, off YouTube. Long down, uh, John. I've been wondering what the motive of the leaker is, an attempt to start a summer of abortion love, or is it, God forbid, an attempt to get a conservative justice assassinated either, I think? I think that they saw this coming down the pipeline, and they were like, maybe I can gin up enough um, public outrage to prevent this. I still am not counting out Sotomayor herself. Herself. As the, as yeah. the leaker. I could believe that. 
Um, I leak the document. <laughs> Wise Latina move, Sonia. Yeah, well played. Yeah. Do a review, uh, move your review about your very first episode. I, I will do no such thing. No, thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. Justice, dude. Alito it's so hard to no. It, it, no, it, I, I can't even. I won't even be able to sit through it. I love cringe. I can't do that. Yourself, cringe yourself. It's like your own insane. cringe is really hard to watch. Other people's cringe is amazing. Your own cringe is very difficult. Yeah, uh, Justice Alito. I'll repeal the nineteenth blonde. I promise. Mm. Wouldn't that be something? Donate 2K. Caller from 730. Your time was spot on. Lefties, especially American lefties, are the most self-loathing people you will ever meet. They must be pressured. Uh, they must be pressure washed out of power. That's, well, yeah, uh, whatever we've got to do. I know we talked about a little Elon skepticism, but that was a point you made in a tweet uh, last week or early this week. I can't remember. It was like the far left hates everyone, including themselves or maybe especially themselves. They uh, uh, there's a lot of that. That's um, that's for sure. That's true. Logan or on a date the other night. I was called creepy because I don't use Instagram. American women are weird. Not using Instagram like, is creepy. I'm not a homosexual. Okay. So I don't know why I would do that. Um, how bizarre. Yeah, I've never heard that one. But hmm. You you probably don't want to explore that relationship anyway. Yeah. Um I'm good. For okay. Now. We will come back to your chance at the top of the hour. Thank you, guys. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. Shuffler is up next. Shuffler, are you there? Oh, I'm here. Since you're on the uh, the Roe v. Wade thing, I'd just like to uh, give my quick thoughts on that. Sure. I sure. think, yeah, part of the reason why it's being overturned right now is because they want to make sure that they can do uh, vaccine mandates and things similar to vaccine mandates hmm. without there being any legal backing of saying, oh, wait, I have my medical privacy in, uh, in in this thing called Roe v. Wade. So this way now there's no more legal backing for someone to refuse a vaccine from well, mandated government. Don't get me wrong. I always enjoy a good, uh, a good kind of tinfoil theory. Uh, so I appreciate the thought. But the only problem with it is that Alito's opinion expressly says this has no bearing on the established constitutional right to privacy. It, it mentions that in, at several points. So if the intent was to chip away at that, you'd have to... You'd, and it, maybe it will. Maybe the opinion will come out and they'll say right to privacy is dead too. deal right, with it. Right, right. But um, but as the well, opinion yeah, stands right now, overturning you know, like Roe v. Wade, though, then there's really not you're not going to be able to cite it as much if there is a uh, a new law mandating some new vaccine. So. Yeah, but but Griswold and a lot of the prior cases that established the the privacy right will remain as um as uh, solid case law. So they, they still would have the original citation for the basis for the constitutional right to privacy, specifically in kind of that medical setting. Cause that one was about contraceptives. Um, yeah. And so they just haven't chipped away at it yet. They might, but it hasn't happened yet. But that wasn't really the reason I uh, called in the real reason I called in. Cause I'd, I'd want to talk about the, the low standards that those of us on the right have for, uh, calling something a victory so just <laughs> imagine right now that you were trying to do something and you had a 95 percent chance of failure and a five percent chance of success so the mm -hmm. odds are are heavily st stacked against you and you just somehow you're able to get the the five percent chance and, and you win and, and you know what your prize is 
Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, you don't get no. murdered. A, a diet Pepsi or something yeah, like really. that. Your prize is a year and a half in prison. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Okay. What, what is this hypothetical? Explain. This has to do with uh, the, the Whitmore case. Those two guys oh, yeah. that got acquitted. Yeah. They, they still spent a year and a half in, in prison while they're on trial. And yeah, we're that's somehow true. calling that a victory. That's true. Yeah. One of the guys, when, when he, he was uh, originally arrested, he was only like 22 or, or 23 years old. So just imagine how much your life's trajectory would be changed if you were arrested when you were like 22 or 23. And then you spent a year and a half in prison being tried. And then you get your your, your 5% chance of uh, victory, which is that the federal government, when they prosecute people, they win 95% of, of their, their cases. Yeah. And then- and- yeah. Well, and this is what about the Whitmer case, uh, too. When entrapment happens, and at least in part, the entrapment defense was successful for a couple of these defendants, and maybe it'll be successful for the other two I, uh, as well. But when entrapment is a successful defense, doesn't that necessarily implicate the law enforcement officers who went beyond their legal powers mm-hmm. to implicate somebody? And and to your point, Shuffler. Uh, the win should be those FBI agents go to jail. That should be the win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but we are ruled over by criminal tyrants, so hmm. that doesn't happen. And I guess I one point is uh, for the people that are listening, just to don't don't think that you're living in some some free country. Like it's free it, as in they teach you it's free, but when you try and actually go look for the actual freedom in the country, it's just not there. Try to uh, move somewhere in the woods and not pay property taxes and see what happens yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, I just have well, one last point before sure. I uh, go. It's uh, you were surprised that women like vote more and uh, yeah. women live seven years longer than men do on average. Yeah. So that they're I'm just sure going to be voting. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably a, a big explainer. It might be even if you control for age and uh, it's just the extra decade that puts them over the top. Yeah. All right. Thanks for my call. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the obvious conclusion being we need um, late life euthanasia for women. Once they hit 65, Wait once, a they're, second. once they're menopausal, just give them the old stab and call it good. I don't know. Grandparents do a lot of work. That's true. Uh, they are very helpful. Uh, and if, But I was being very serious, obviously. That is a, <laughs> so I want uh, everyone to know. Anyway. Gilgamesh is up next. Gilgamesh, are you there? Hey, yeah, I'm back. Hey, Hi. Um, hey, Matt. Hello. How's it going? Uh, we are well. What's on your mind? I saw Sunday's show and I saw that you were having issues. And I know mm. what the problem is, Matt. It's I do long- know what the problem is. Um, yeah, if people are curious, yeah. it's that uh, we've used Zoom Her for... Her are upset with Blonde for... T- she's becoming the star of the show. So they want to make you the star. Oh. That's what was going on. Your simps were fighting back against the blonde. Oh, no. <laughs> I, well, I, oh, I don't yeah. know that I have a lot of simps, but maybe they are enthusiastic, and I appreciate that. Oh, you've um, got simps. Oh, you How do you think Matt. that your whole marriage happens? Simping. I know. Oh, that's true. I She's not listening right now, oh, so she might not. Love how, she would probably accept guys, that accusation. Yeah. I don't know. Slid into his DMs. Yeah. Oh, I find it. I found Elon's tweet at AOC after she came at him. He said, oh, Stop flirting with me. Yeah, that was great. I'm too. a shy man. Was so yeah. funny hitting her back at what she said about everybody coming at her on Twitter because yeah. they wanted to date her. Sorry, sorry, AOC. I don't date crazy women. 
Well, in her response of, I was talking about Mark Zuckerberg, but okay. <laughs> oh my God. All right. She said that? Like yeah, because she, uh, she apparently was talking about how Mark Zuckerberg has too much power and Elon either oh. just misunderstood or understood perfectly well, but was still trolling. Yeah, she and she was talking about a billionaire and he ass. thought, must be me. He, he made her look like an idiot. I mean, it's yeah. just, oh, and they're all but, losing their shit over... Oh my God, we're all going to lose the right, the right to get kill our babies. No, you idiots. Just move back to California. You'll be able to kill all your babies. Well, California wants them. Have you seen those bills? I know. California? Oh yeah, they're Please. offering them incentives to come back. We'll pay for you to come <laughs> to California to get an abortion also paid for us. They're doing that. It's, or at least proposing it. Oh my God, it. it's so funny how they don't get that. It was never supposed to be federalized. It's like it's a state issue. And... Bond, I know you live in a uh, anti-abortion state. Unfortunately, I live in Oregon. We're pro-abortion. They want to uh, kill all the babies here. Yeah, and Matt, I think is it your state of anti-abortion state? Uh, in theory, I mean Montana but has been trending red. It uh, Montana yeah. politics are very weird, but uh, oh. it has been trending red lately. But um, as I was mentioning early in the show, uh, we have. We basically have our own mini row in Montana. The Montana Supreme Court has interpreted a right to abortion from the Montana Constitution's right to privacy. So oh. we're going to have to overturn a Supreme Court decision uh, here. As far as I understand, though, that could be. De- well, if, if it might they, require a constitutional they, amendment, a state state constitution. I don't the know. Federal, it goes back to the states. So your state can then overturn and ban abortion. Well, but the trouble is that we have a state a Supreme Court decision that says abortion is a Montana state uh, constitutional right. So we have our own oh, kind of God mini row battle to overcome. But your Supreme Court sucks like mine. I have no, to look Oregon into the into the sucks. case. But I know that Montana yeah. politics are certainly trending in a direction that would support restricting uh, abortion yeah. access. So I wouldn't be surprised to see it go that way, however they achieve that. Oh. But I, I, I do like Idaho. I've been there. And I think it's a beautiful state. I just think that Boise, from what people have said, is turning blue, but it's not affecting most of the state. It's pretty red still, so that's a good thing. But I get what you're saying, Bond. You don't like the cold weather all the time, you know? It's like here. We get a lot of cold weather. It's still cold up here. It's the gray. It's spring. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised. You're telling me the gray in Coeur d'Alene is worse than the gray in Seattle? Yes, because it's cold uh. and gray. Oh, you know what they said about Portland and Seattle and Vancouver? The two most depressing places to live is here in Portland and Vancouver, mm-hmm. Washington, because it rains all the time. Portland is actually grayer than Seattle. Yeah. And yeah, I personally, oh. I enjoyed that you uh, get me out of in here? a way. You want to come and move me out of, out of Oregon? I would love it. I, I found it. Out. I found it easy to study when I was in college with kind of the drizzly rain. I, I did actually appreciate that in a weird curl way. Curl up. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but, but I understand how it bothers people. Yeah, it's it don't the weather doesn't bother me that much. It's the politics suck. Yeah, I mean Oregon well, would be a great state if we were kind of like Florida. We had Ron DeSantos instead of Kate. Our well, Kate Brown is governor. a psychopath. Oh. So <laughs> good luck but with she's her. She's not man. bad as the New Jersey governor. I'll say that she's not nearly as crazy as he is. I don't know. They're like one A and one B. I don't. I wouldn't want to deal with either. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh. But uh, yeah. we gotta we gotta let you go. But uh, quick last thought, if you want. Well, I recommend this movie to you, Blonde. Uh, the uh, Hunt. It's a comedy that makes fun of Democrats and not so much Republicans. You might like it. 
Is it the, the hunt, hunt? Isn't this the one where they um? Where they... Hillary Swank said deplorables and Tim Pool lost it. Should I saw it because actual Justice Warrior watched it and he loved it and called it a, great, a funny comedy. So I watched it and it is very funny. I'm they pretty sure that's really on the movie Democrats list this month. It is on the movie list. Yeah, yeah. nobody's yeah. voting it's for worth it. But watching. I it have. Is... I vote for it every time. Yeah, it, it's uh, I it based on the way the votes are going, I don't think that it's going to win in the coming I weeks. I know but... it never will because people don't understand what, how funny it is. If you have okay. HBO Max, I think it's on there, so okay. you can check it out there. All right. Well, thanks for the thoughts and oh, yeah. Godspeed well, with guys Kate have Brown. A great night and talk to you later. You See too. Ya. Okay. Thanks. Uh, next up is Batman. Batman, are you there? Oh yes, I Hi. am. Give me a second to sure. mute this thing okay how are you guys this, uh, this evening good how are you pretty good uh i um i will be dipping out next week because i've been here four weeks in a row spaces that <laughs> you're gonna be accused of cheating like that dirty cheater red falcor if he's listening uh, yeah, well, I methods and improved on them yeah <laughs> <laughs> you have fortified anyway all right uh well what's That's on right. your mind well, I think um, on my mind, the thing that everybody else is thinking about right now, given the uh, the leak, um, but I, I want to kind of approach this from a different angle. Um, and this was sort of addressed on Tucker Carlson's show tonight, which may have stolen my thunder slightly, but um, hmm. I can live with a damaged pride. <laughs> um, what's, what's interesting to me about this case isn't necessarily the overturning of Roe v. Wade, because that was basically illegal, unconstitutional law passed from the bench to begin with. Yeah. It should have been, you know, overturned yesterday. And there's there's no there's no um, non malicious legal mind that will dis. Um, but um, what's interesting to me, ramifications of basically having a I don't know some helper wandering around the Supreme Court, you know, no doubt fresh up, turned them into a fucking psychotic activist to begin with. Um, basically, releasing sensitive information in order to try and sway the result. And I wonder, the fact that, that the sort of interests exist to leak this in the first place kind of indicates the sort of people that are operating within the court in the first place, if this person is uncovered will the same sort of ideologically driven forces just cover that person up. Will will other people cover for this person? If this person is even identified, will we ever I learn the identity of this person? Right. I, I think that we will, and they will be venerated as a hero. It seems as much. One of the things we were talking about before live, it, as far as I'm aware Basically, no Democrat has condemned the leak itself, not even Biden. And I thought maybe Biden might because he's Mr. Institution Unity Man. Nobody on the it's, the, the leak, to your point, is being treated like a, a right wing talking point. Like it doesn't matter except for two ideologues. Right. Well, and and the person the person who did the leaking is being called a hero, you know, exposing yeah. this this terrible. Uh, they're being called a whistleblower rather than a fucking <laughs> yeah, criminal. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is not criminal, apparently. It might well, it be. Should be, don't you think? Probably, yeah. But I suppose if it's not illegal, it is immoral, and it serves to undermine the. Um, 
you know, the, the authority structure of the, um, of the Supreme Court, which sure. exists today as our only remaining real, um, you know, branch that is at least marginally functioning the way that it was supposed to. I mean, it's not, but it's the closest out of the three, I would say, yeah. given um, Biden is effectively a king now, a king who yeah. can't, uh, can't tell his dick from his hair. But Well, famously, um, you know, like Scalia and Ginsburg were, were very friendly. That was always a common reference. Look, they couldn't disagree more on constitutional philosophy, but they're but friendly. They're buddies. They and it out. seemed like they were to the outside observer. I, I don't know how friendly they were privately or not. But it seemed like they were. After a move like this, it's not interesting. Isn't it interesting, though, that that's considered to be some kind of win? Being friendly with your coworkers is now something to be lauded? Yeah. No, that's what you do if you're a professional. Right. Exactly. And now um, we are accepting the standard that if I disagree with that, if one justice disagrees with the other, um, the proper resolution formerly was to hash that out in their deliberative process behind closed doors. Now um, you're you're a hero if you go out and, and out that person to the press for for their ideological betrayal and, and yeah. how the justices are supposed to trust one another in such a situation. I, I hope that the, I hope the person is, is revealed. The leaker is revealed for its own sake because that person deserves to be held accountable. But I also hope that person is. Uh, identified for the sake of the trust and the function among the justices too, because if, if they know who did it and why, maybe there's hope that they can mm-hmm. regain trust among each other. If right. not, it's going to be a hyper polarized uh, institution, sort of like Congress or any other political institution. And, you know, maybe it already is. There's another perspective people have that kind of laugh at the idea that the Supreme court was never a political body in the first place. I, how do you think Roe v. Wade happened? You know, how, how did that happen 50 years ago or however long that was? Right. Yeah. Well, I, I think that basically at this point, um, due to the nature of the job requiring a great deal of people who understand law and the way that our law schools are functioning as not really the creation of lawyers, but the creation of zealots and activists. Yeah. Um, I think that there is no way to regain trust here because if it's not that person, it would have been somebody else. Yeah, I, that's a fair point, too. Is this the only person who would ever have done that? Or is there some other idiot clerk, presumably right in uh, line behind well, them? And and to your they, point, they too, absolutely wouldn't have been the only one to do this. Uh, I don't know if you if you saw Tucker's show tonight, but he I had I um, did not know he showed a um, a clip of 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 a video taken in a um i think it was like yale law school or yes something like yeah that. i yeah. remember that a couple the, weeks um, ago or like maybe a month or two ago it was insanity right okay so um basically you know this one person was the one who actually stepped up and did it but if that person's colleagues are all like this and i'm willing to bet that they are because yeah. let's face it yale and stanford and all of those other places that have law schools those are the places that are feeding the people uh, feeding in the people that will be you know um the assistants to the supreme court and the um, justices you know, their clerks you know yale has a pretty good record of uh, producing supreme court justices yeah, so I, I think at this point we need to, for you know, the sake of our functionality, we need to um, we need to consider the Supreme Court compromised as well. 
I think that's a safer assumption than hoping that this was a one-off that could be resolved by punishing the, the single person who participated. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's more realistic to assume these forces are much more widespread than, uh, right. than the surface reveals. So Congress is a, you know, giant fuck fest. Um, the president's acting like a king and the Supreme Court is compromised. What is yeah, left yeah. of a legitimate government here? Nothing, but I'm glad that it's being laid bare. Everybody was acting like we lived in some kind of uh, an actual democracy or a constitutional republic like any of this matters. So this is something of a relief. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, Anyone? Well, you can Anyone? Take as, yeah, I mean, you can take that as a, as a sort of white pill in a strange way, I suppose. Um, I mean, I too am actually at least moderately relieved that people are, uh, that I'm not the only one um, seeing this now. Mm. Um, and I, I don't know, I just, I, I, feel, I feel like um, we haven't actually had a legitimate government in a while. Uh, and this needs to be taken care of, or we are, we're, we're slipping into dangerous, you know, Stalinistic territory. Uh, yeah, I, I think the slipping will continue, unfortunately. But uh, as we commonly talk about, prepare accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. The well, slipping for... will continue until morale improves. <laughs> thanks for the call, yeah. man. Appreciate it. And we will catch course, you next time. Uh, if I can get a final word in real, real quick. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, I know. I know. Only I always take up so much of your time, but I will, <laughs> um, I will shut up shortly. Um, as you know, I met my fiance through this, um, through this show right. and, yeah. um, she will be moving here with me, um, in about 10 days. Nice. Here is New York, right? Yeah. You have, so you're sticking there. At least it's not New York city. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But you guys plan on staying I'm, there? I'm well, first of getting... all, congratulations. I shouldn't bury the lead, but congrats. That's great to hear. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, and thank you for letting us know. Cause anytime relationships are forged through, this audience that's uh incredibly makes us feel good humbling to us but the, the point <laughs> well, i was getting I, to I was you got to get the hell out of that state together yeah yes um yeah. basically right now i'm i'm more or less putting together work experience so that i am more appealing to um employers in like legitimately free places rather than right right um in you know places where uh where Democrats have had 50 years of unencumbered imperial rule. But anyway, I will, uh, I'll get out of your hair. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you for calling and congratulations and uh, enjoy uh, the move and uh, your fiance and all the best to you guys. Enjoy thank your you so fiance. Much. You heard it here. <laughs> <Thanks. laughs> all right. We were talking about ranking crazy governors. How could I forget Kathy Hochul out of New York? Oh, yeah. Uh, I did forget about Kat. What's she up to lately? Insanity. Nonsense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not that I was a big fan of Andrew Cuomo, but if you had to pick, I would take Cuomo 10 out of 10 times over Kathy Hochul. She's insane. Do you remember when she stood up there and she said she gave a speech about the vaccine and said and said, you guys are all my apostles. You have to. What else did she say? Like masks don't work or something along the lines. It was reasonable, but it was um, she was just giving us something. I can't remember. She's had a whole series. Mandates don't work. She said something where everybody was like, <laughs> I, can't, I don't Why remember. are you making this admission? I don't remember, but she's had a lot of, uh, of big hits on the uh, insanity front since she's become governor. And it hasn't even yeah. been a year yet, right? She's still. Yeah. Uh, Kathy Hochul has, as far as I understand her career, she has capitalized on men being ousted from office 
to gain office unelected multiple times, I think is how yeah. she's done this. She has ridden men's coattails to office, including to governor the governor's office in one of the country's biggest states. Yeah. So impressive. Uh, the Yale thing he was talking about, too, that was so that was such an insane, ridiculous story. But remember who they were shouting down? They were shouting down Kristen Wagoner, who was the lawyer for the Masterpiece Cake Shop guy. Right. They were so mad that the gay cake lawyer was there that they wouldn't let her talk. And she is incredibly accomplished. She's argued cases before the Supreme Court successfully. And you would think as a law student. I don't give a shit if I agree with the decision or not. You've done this. They're not reasonable. No, this is also Let's talk about it. That's interesting. Yeah. Anything that's going to cause the downfall of America's higher education should be encouraged. Mm. I mean, and it's it's good to see that even those schools, those upper echelon schools are being infiltrated with them. The same kind of annoying millennial and Gen Z. It was unbelievable. And the school leadership basically uh, bowed to this mob. These morons didn't understand. They, they pushed back a little. You had a professor in there saying, listen, Yale upholds free speech values. You may not like it. We're going to let this speaker speak. And then you have an opportunity to ask questions and challenge. You're welcome yep. to protest outside if you like, but you're not welcome to disrupt the event. And they were yep. insisting this is free speech. Us stopping your event with our disruption is free speech. Yeah. And I'm thinking, great. These are the uh, future first amendment lawyers that we have to look forward to oh man it's fine they'll be stopped the pendulum well, they always will be, swings they will back. be stopped i just you know we're how will they be stopped i worry about that because the societal collapse it's yeah fine. they're they're insisting on bad means to stop them but the means will be necessary and it was their fault by any means necessary, perhaps. Well, when you're telling people that we're going to you're not welcome to speak, we're going to shut you down by force because we don't like you. You're talking about a defense situation. You're talking about yeah. people infringing on on your rights. I'm not saying that if you shouted a speaker, you deserve to be shot or something like that. I'm just saying once you go down this path of believing that you, by virtue of your outrage, hold a right to go violate the rights of other people. There's not a lot of limitation there. Pretty soon you're kicking down doors and pretty soon, pretty soon bad things happen because there's no moral limitation to prevent you from doing that sort of stuff. A return to a Christian society solves all the problems we've discussed tonight. You know that, right? Uh, I. That's why I, uh, as I've teased the last few weeks, I have some pending plans. They've been like, pending for a while. Yeah, but there are some things to iron out. Uh, stay tuned. Because I, I agree. I agree that uh, I know who I want to be my neighbors, and it's not these uh, degenerates, that's for sure. Okay, uh, before I fall too far behind, do for some uh, chats here. Uh, N-word, F-word, <laughs> legally mandated speech idea. All politicians must prefix every campaign spending promise with the following... I plan to spend your money on. Interesting. And it's kind of an interesting legal question too. legally mandated. Well, at that point, there are candidates, not politicians, because I, I have less of a problem with imposing speech restrictions on government. Government is not uh, a citizen with rights. But at that right. point, you're talking about a, a, a candidate. So that's a little dicey. It's different. But. You know, I suppose if you want to give that argument as much credit as possible, we already impose all sorts of restrictions on candidates, be they financial or uh, or otherwise. So 
I don't know. None that are um, constitutionally attributed to them, though. It would be hard to say you, you, you as a candidate, the state compels you to say this particular thing. It would it'd be hard to square that with the First Amendment or really any uh, honest free speech philosophy. Mm-hmm. But to the point that they are spending your money, uh, granted, and uh, thank you, N-word, F-word. Curious. Uh, says almost no one I know can cook, and I'm. <laughs> Wait, where are we going with this? I'm not talking about eggs. What are we talking about? Blonde, did your mom? Oh, he. I thought this was a metaphor. It literally is about cooking. Blonde, did your mom teach you how to cook, and if so, when? And was this the norm in your experience? Um, she kind of taught me the basics, but I learned most of what I know from my brother and from YouTube. Hmm. Uh, Chef John. Your brother taught you to cook. My brother. What didn't he teach you? He's um an excellent cook. Huh. Pains me to say it. I hope he's not watching. I'm sure he's not watching. Fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> Phil says everything Alejandro Mayorkas uh, and his ilk do is in service to uh, 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 diversity and everyone getting along and and our most our best values they think they're healing the world by mixing us all up uh here's an example of why immigrants should never be allowed uh political power in their new countries interesting uh well you know it's i i i guess i have to look at how we actually handle all of that now t- technically uh, we don't give um voting power to non-citizens right you can't just come in right. one you can't be Strictly speaking. Now, of course, I understand that in practice, a lot of this stuff goes down in states that are totally cool with it. But if you're an illegal immigrant, strictly speaking, you can't vote. Um, Non-citizen residents can't vote, if I'm correct. Right. They don't have voting power. Uh, But if you gain citizenship uh, as an immigrant, which these days, if you do that legally, that's a pretty arduous process in a lot of cases. But of course, you don't have to do it legally. You just have at it if you want (laughs) Yep. Um, is Alejandro Mayorkas an immigrant? I don't actually know. Or is he just uh, is the point that I don't know. Sounds like it, though. <laughs> I, I, I'll never be able to pronounce his his name. He's Cuban. I, I guess I guess that makes sense. He was born in Cuba. And shortly after the mm-hmm. Cuban Revolution, his family fled to Florida and later settled in California. So he must have become a citizen at some point in his life, but I don't know. I can't, uh, as we learned with the Idaho marijuana laws, you can't trust me to read Wikipedia live on the air. So I won't try. Uh, okay. We're a little bit behind, but, um, you want to describe a couple off YouTube and we'll come back to those. Sure. Knuckle hunky buck says the hunt is actually such an even handed movie. that Republicans think it makes fun of Democrats and Democrats think it makes fun of Republicans. Well, now I want to watch it. Well, that's good. If you have movies that, have a little bit of interpretation wiggle room that everyone can kind of agree on. That's, that's actually good. I appreciate that. Vote for it. Bobby C first Roe v. Wade next to the 19th. Pretty soon I'll be able to reclaim my hood and robe from the cleaners with pride. (laughs) My only question is how are we going to deal with the 13th? Uh, Abolishing slavery. Oh (laughs) yeah. Repeal the 13th is final form. We're not quite there. No, I don't, I don't want to do that. I've said uh, it many times, but slavery is the is the end of ingenuity. What incentive does a slave have to yeah. produce beyond the desired capacity? You yeah. can't force a, a slave to think of something new and ingenious and 
Yeah. Well, there are a lot of, there are uh, other moral problems too. I want to be clear, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, whatever. But that's yeah, the real thing. But I get, uh, I get your point. Yeah. We'll circle back. All right. Uh, thank you guys for the chance. We'll come back to them um, at the end I'll of the I'll have show. to just circle back with you. Uh, let's see. G- <laughs> Gaylord Steam Bath. Gaylord? Hello? What's what an on your unfortunate mind? name. Well, I did pick it myself, so. <laughs> what a wonderful name. Yeah. What's on your mind? Oh, uh, thanks. Um, oh, man. I know, I know a lot of people have been talking about uh, the Roe v. Wade thing. Mm-hmm. of the leaked opinions. I don't know if I want to talk about that. Oh, actually, you know, there was one aspect that I do want to talk about because, um, you know, as much as we like to make fun of the progressives on Twitter, mm-hmm. of their outrage and stuff, like all of a sudden the, <laughs> like the Ukraine flag goes down and now, uh, <laughs> and now the freaking, now uh, the pussy hats go back on. Yeah, we're back. We're back to yeah, we're, 2017 or whenever those things came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I do want to share my grievance and my annoyance. to kind of like the, I guess, the libertarian views of abortion and stuff like that. Hmm. Because uh, there, I, I have like, I'm subscribed to a couple of guys who I guess would fall into that sort of camp. Um, those including Sticks who... Would you say uh, like are these pro-choice people or they? So you know they, for example, Sticks would say that um you know I I that he is pro-choice and that mm-hmm. he agrees that um that the government shouldn't be the one to uh, decide on your medical dis should decide on like what you should or should not have as far as like medical decisions and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Which I can agree with that. I can kind of get behind that. But there's also like, but they also sort of like, they don't ignore the moral aspect about abortion or about, or the moral implications of, of allowing such a practice to happen and stuff. And well, it is just like, it's a pretty contentious thing to say that it's simply a, um, a medical procedure. And of course I don't want to, I I don't know what sticks has or has not said, so I don't want to be interpreted as accusing him of saying something, but just the general point that it's just a medical procedure is is a is a highly debatable one and one I would say is wrong, but yeah, that's probably where the uh, the the crux of the issue is there. Yeah, and yeah, I I just like, and it just, and that I you can like, and you can hear what Sticks has to say, and I know we all like Sticks and stuff, and I and I like him too. He's a uh, uh, very entertaining to listen to and stuff. It's just this. His views on abortion is not it's not just that I like disagree on it. It's sort of just like that. Uh, I don't know about that, chief. It's like it, it's a, it's something that just kind of makes me whinge a little bit. And it just um, just makes me question uh, their other moral judgments. Yes. Yeah, so you're saying like just that. sort of the, the the general perspective that seems to be flippant about the moral issue that there really yeah. isn't any moral consideration. So. Uh, just leave it up to the individual to do whatever they want as though it's the same thing as like, you know, smoking weed or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah. I've seen, a, I've seen a good amount of that. Um, you know, it, it, it's another one of those issues as someone who, well, it's another one of those issues that makes me sort of sigh and 
I don't, I, I suppose just shy away from the libertarian title just a little bit. Yeah. Because, yeah, me too. You yeah. can't just ignore the morality of these issues. These issues are defined by, by their morality. Right? Yeah. And I think this is one of the big gaping holes in the, um, in some aspects of libertarian philosophy. I think that libertarian philosophy as it relates to government uh, is very good. And it's, that's probably what I identify with most under that title. However, uh, libertarian philosophy as it applies to government with no moral core for your own personal life is very dangerous. It's a path mm-hmm. to all sorts of degeneracy. It, it, my point would be that I think we all do a much better job governing ourselves when we have a, a proper moral core installed in us by faith exactly. or family or however we achieve that than the government does by installing in us uh, it in us. But there's a lot of the libertarian community that seems to believe that that moral core is relative, not necessary, sort of a secondary or irrelevant consideration. Yeah. Yeah. And so. that's, I, yeah, I can't, I just cannot, I can't really, I would like to say that I'm libertarian. I can like agree with them, but I just like, there's just some things like that. There's issues of the border and stuff like that. Yeah, just that's like, the other one. Really? <laughs> the border just, thing. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah just really gives me pause and stuff. So. Yeah. There is uh, the, the hope for any function within that party is uh, next to none. And mm. so, yeah, yeah. it's, um, but I, I, I totally agree. I, I just in the general split that sort of exists among that group of people that there's, um, there are a lot of them that seem unconcerned with uh, the moral implications. And, and frankly, I probably would have, been one prior i think for me the uh the distinguishing factor is when you think about it i just can't give you a meaningful distinction but what is what distinguishes murder and abortion can you give me an explanation how one is different from the other and especially in the context of what are the vast majority of abortions elective abortions abortions made Mm -hmm. because I don't want this baby. I don't feel like I have the financial resources to take care of this baby. What distinguishes the decision to terminate that life from me deciding I don't like, I don't like my baby in the next room over, over there and going and just putting a pillow over his face. What is the distinction? And I can't make one. And so I had to kind of come to this conclusion that it's the same thing. It's just one's in the womb and the other isn't. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's, I, I absolutely don't like how um, that the whole yeah just saying that um, abortion is murder that's not like a that's not a Republican talking point or point or some sort of like or some radical um, just some radical uh, phrase that we just say that's that's an actual question that um, that I ask and that um, that's something we should try to understand yeah so. And and there's just and there's no getting around that either. Too. Yeah. yeah. No. And I heard an interesting point made on Twitter by um, someone who's a, a more pro-life person in sort of the libertarian circles and uh, was having this exact debate that we're talking about, uh, about what constitutes life. And, and of course, the counter to what I'm saying is it's not murder because it's not life. I've I've defined life as something else, you know, clump of cells type talk. And the point yeah. this person was making was, well, what would you say? If tomorrow we found a clump of cells on Mars, 
wouldn't we say signs of life life on mars wouldn't that be an indicator of life wouldn't that be life discovered and if it is on mars it certainly is in utero yeah uh, i just can't i just any to the extent there's any gray area i've been persuaded by people too that even if it is gray um if we grant the premise that it might be a life well, don't Can, we err on the side of caution? Yeah, I, I you know, I'd rather yeah. not um, even accidentally, incidentally kill people. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, let's maybe be a little bit cautious about things that might be life. Well, we are going to run into some problems with birth control then. Uh, yeah, the, the, I certainly grant that point, too. There are all kinds of uh, I mean, to me, I guess the only thing I can define is what constitutes life is a is a genetically distinct set of DNA. And that, of and course, fertilization. Is, but there's no way to prove that um, any kind of birth control except for barrier methods don't have a post fertilization effect. Yeah. Like we know for sure that the IUD does hmm. because of yeah. its level of effectiveness. But, I, you know, people uh, have breakthrough ovulation all the time when they're on the Nuva ring or whatever else. Yeah. Um, so we know that it's possible. So I'm Catholic is what you're telling me. Well, I mean, none of us were seriously, every woman that I know myself included has been on birth control at some point in yeah. time. And for us to all think like, Oh, we may or may not have had abortions and don't know it is a preposterous notion, but we were lied to about the possibility that there's a post fertilization effect for, for every yeah progestin only birth control or any mm. kind of birth control yeah yeah well maybe you are catholic mm. <laughs> i guess so thank you for the thoughts gaylord did you have anything to close um nothing else as, except for um i did see i don't know if you guys um saw the uh, a babylon b article like a, before like before this was even happening they did have a, a hilarious article that was titled um uh, men are allowed to have opinions on abortion now that they can get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, not according to Gavin Newsom. He was out today saying uh, men can't have opinions because they can't get pregnant. And yeah. uh, I liked uh, a joke I heard today from our, our friend and listener, Michael Schlecht. We have a question from him later. Uh, you're not allowed to have an opinion on abortion unless you've been aborted. Those are the only people who get to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Trouble is they yeah. can't. Yeah. Now that's what, that's weird to hear from him because like, it, it, because I'm pretty sure I heard a story also of like a college that was talking about midwiving or midwiving. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce pronounce that, but like midwiving Mid-wifery? men, hmm. midwifering something like that. Like men who can get preg- who can oh, get God. pregnant and give birth through the penis. I, that was what? I feel like that was like a no. few weeks ago. Oh my God! No, yeah. I- <laughs> that's a re- the pee that hole is, a is the birth canal now I, i'm out i'm definitely out on that <laughs> that was a couple weeks before this and now right. we're again we're all reverting back to 2017 oh wait you're saying it was a babylon b article it wasn't a real thing no 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 this no, is a no, real it's thing. About, oh what this is no no i'm pretty sure the, this is a real it's, thing Barry it's impossible to distinguish this. anymore I, you can't I know. Uh, clown world all right well yeah. i gotta i gotta keep it rolling but thank you for the thoughts yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Okay, let's get a, at least a couple more before we're finished up here. New Direction, you're up next. Hey, what's on your mind? I uh, have people started with the uh, obligatory um, cheesy Star Wars references. Uh, no. Oh, for May the Fourth. No, I've not heard a single one. Uh, okay, well, I don't know. I, it's only right that I ruin it, given that Disney have ruined Star Wars recently. So mm. there you go. 
May the well, fourth be with you. Okay, it was just Ugh. that. Okay. <laughs> Lame. Well, what, what do you expect when you take over a, a company and you're like, ooh, you know what this company doesn't have? Things that appeal to teenage boys. Let's buy a franchise. Yeah. You know what we should do? We should feminize this franchise. Yeah, and then oh, it would definitely appeal to teenage how boys. How dare you disparage Daisy Ridley like that? I can't Recycle believe Recycle repeats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I did want to... I did want to ask a question of a more sort of philosophical nature. And yeah. so there's a, a bit of a debate that I was in with some mates recently. And the question was, with uh, Disney, what is the issue? Is the issue the uh, production of Disney-related films and pictures? Or mm. is the issue that there might be some harm that happens procuring the Minnie and Mickey Mouse en route to produce said um uh, production. I'm and not sure I follow. I know. I was um, like, is Sag going to ask about this? Because I have no idea what's going well, on. Well, you, you guys know what Disney means nowadays. Uh, I know they're homo. Yeah, I know their controversies as of late. Oh, uh, okay. No, you, you, I guess you boomers aren't filled in. Uh, Maybe not. You must be talking about something started. I don't. Yeah. Well, the word groomer got banned. So people started using Disney instead. Oh, groomer got banned oh, where? Okay. Oh, because you can do a filter on like I don't know social media, uh, Twitters, or yeah. All that yeah. Sort of okay, stuff. so you're using Disney to mean groomer. I I, I get the code. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not a code anymore. Feds. I might as well give you my address while I'm at it. <laughs> you probably are a Fed disguised but... with an Aussie accent, so we won't be suspicious. <laughs> we we're not suspicious. It's yeah. just such a friendly accent. Yeah. <laughs> But the question, I guess the question is, is the issue the uh, the materials in and of themselves or is it more that we don't want harm coming to people and that's that's the real problem? Well, the issue... You mean from the production? Yeah. Or the distribution? Well, are we talking about Disney was... material? Are we talking about kitty porn? What are we talking about? And well, now I'm confused. I, I, was, I, was, I was trying to refer to, yeah, um, things of an unsavory nature. Well, are I mean, you? that's true. Like, like uh, Britney Spears, you want to tell me that she wasn't molested and she was in the Mickey Mouse Club? Is that right? I have no idea. That's Justin news to Timberlake me. was also in it. So was Christina Aguilera, whatever. Like, there's some unsavory mm. stuff, some kid diddling going on here, like IRL. I'm still mm. so boom- boomered out. I don't understand the question. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what we're being right, asked. Well, Wait, wait, let, let me rephrase let me, let me, it for you. And then you can tell me if this is right. Okay. He's asking yeah, if, as conservatives, we're more concerned with the content of what they're making or with the effect on, um, like, in real life. with the, They being the child pornographers? No, uh, I guess our children. Or Am I right? Actually, I, Disney. I was, I was probably more talking, yeah, CP. Um, okay. Where Matt was was going. You can say child porn. We... And trying to. You can. That's not going to get you. I don't think. So. Yeah, it's, no, it's not going to get so, Susan. Yeah. And a lot of things go uh, on the Wednesday show, especially because. Yeah. Well, so just I, be I, yeah, just be as I, blunt as possible so that I follow you. <laughs> I guess so. The question is. Uh, they released an article, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. It's not a new idea about using con- computer-generated imagery. And this has been sparking oh, yeah, up yeah. debates in that Got people it. are saying because there's no harm to a physical Ye- child, does that make it yeah. okay? 
versus the oh, fact right. that it exists. Is that the problem in and of itself? Oh, so I was totally wrong about what you were saying. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it still matters because it it satisfies this unsavory element in society and brings it to the forefront as though it's it's normal. Hmm. I certainly think it's different. And I certainly think that the the primary case against child pornography is that it cannot be produced without inherently victimizing a child who cannot consent to that arrangement by definition. Uh, that said, should there be some sort of. Oh, boy. Um, I the idea that you can't create certain pictures by effectively drawing. That's that's pretty slippery to me and i know that this is the worst kind of drawing that you could probably do mm. but i i am wary of that standard if there's not um we might say that it is morally reprehensible and i, I would probably agree because it is sort of satisfying uh, a thirst that uh probably should not not probably definitely should not be entertained and satisfied however should it be a matter of law to the, I guess what I'm saying is by drawing the picture, you have not violated anybody's rights. And as a matter of law, that to me is what the law is concerned with. Are people's rights violated? Are they not? The government has a legitimate interest in, uh, in preserving and securing those rights. So even though the creation of these images may be wildly immoral, I, I don't know that I'm comfortable with a government intervention to stop them. Because there's no there's no victim in the same way. There's no rights violated in the same way. That's nonsense. You, you, okay, so make the make the other side. Make the other side of the argument. Well, I'm I um and I'm an authoritarian at heart. So I just yeah. I just I care about the the tapestry of our society, the cohesion of our society, like the moral integrity of our society. And do I? believe that this is going to erode the moral integrity of our society yes so in my perfect world um i would definitely do something to stop that through legislation or i'd be more i would i could listen if i saw a clearer line the idea that you just can't draw certain pictures uh that lacks a line to me are we just saying no what what would the line be how would it be no naked children okay so no fictional child nudity Fine, yeah. But yeah. how do I even okay. I mean I don't I'm not going to agree to this kind of no picture drawing legal ban. But if I was going to entertain it, I would have to have some kind of clear line where it stops. I I know, but they've never been able to um even do that between art and pornography. They're just like, yeah, well, that's kind of the trouble. You know it, you know it when you see it. And so yeah. I fail to see why we have to have such a clear delineation in this matter when we don't. Well, you kind of do. I mean, it's like what images and also like if I <laughs> maybe I just, there's no way to talk about this without getting into very bizarre uh, phrasing and clips that could be cut and used against you and all of this. Use Disney I guess, euphemisms. I guess what? It, how talk far do we go? Can I can I draw in Microsoft Paint um, the worst form of a naked child you've ever seen? Like a stick figure naked child, or does it have to be X amount realistic or something like it that? It has to be X amount realistic. Hmm. It's just there's too many subjective judgment calls that for me to be comfortable with that. And of course, I don't, it's not like I'm completely comfortable with the idea of people sitting around creating photorealistic child porn images. That That's are fake. what it is photorealism. But even that is, is, uh, is some, something of a subjective judgment call. And it, um, 
Is it? But but a judge, you know, a judge would decide. There are plenty of things that are not totally black and white in the legal system or defined in law. It's why we well, have that's, that's why we have but, judges. But there's got to be some kind of principle about what the legitimate function of the law is. And at least to me, it's got to be protecting, securing the rights of the people. I don't see whose rights were violated in this in this situation. But do you like, admit that this is uh, reducing the quality of the of the morality? It could in our country. It yeah. could. But but the, it's not the government's job to go around policing um, morally upstanding or morally reprehensible behavior if there is no victim in the actual arrangement. And I just but don't I see the this concept here. that there's no victim. I guess you would say what society is the victim. Well, I just think that I know it's a it's a down the road Rick Santorum kind of argument <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. But you are normalizing pedophilia in a way uh, that that pedophiles are not going to be so closeted in future. There will be actual victims of this um, in subsequent behavior. I suppose, I but, you, but you punish those victimizers, you know, when they yeah, victimize, but, but, you what, punish them. But how do you know that they wouldn't have offended at all, that they would have just repressed these things if they felt like society had rejected them wholly? Well, th that is sort of a counterfactual hypothetical that we just can't protect against. I mean, you might say you can't let that guy smoke that joint because eventually he'll be o OD on meth down the line. It's possible. Hmm. But has he violated anybody's rights by smoking the joint? I mean, or, I, I understand that, that you err on the side of protecting individual rights and I err on the side of um, innocent people being lined up against a wall and executed. Very principled, I know. <laughs> uh, but, I, but I just, you know, there's really nothing we can do in our society, yeah. so I understand where you're coming from. But in a perfect world, I think we would prevent this behavior by any means. Obviously, you have hit on a very... Um, interesting and contentious issue new direction so of course i i'm i'm sorry we kind of went on and on without letting you speak but i will of course give you the last word on it no no that's exactly what i wanted i find it divides circles like the the ones that your listeners uh um you know spend time in my my take is more if we look at say jesus's take in the bible just to paraphrase he says things to the the effect that uh, murder is wrong, but hate is really where the problem starts. Or that hmm. adultery is wrong, but lust is where the, the problem starts. It's sort of like whatever the legal thing, which is a manifest um, uh, behavior showing that something untoward has happened, is the crime. But the issue all starts at the thought. And I think it's the entertaining of these thoughts in one's brain as a sort of sexual thing, mm. which is the issue. And anything that clearly shows in an unambiguous way that that must have happened, I think that's where I would be looking at, at, at putting my debating around those sorts of restrictions mm. and, and legal, in a legal sense. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm with Jesus on this one, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the thoughts, You think man. murder's it's... not wrong? Uh, no, no. I think that hate is just a natural part of humanity. And I think that if you embrace your hatred and you hate the things that aren't righteous, then you really can be hateful for God. Well, yeah. I, I guess he says specifically like a, a type of hate that's a resentment towards your fellow man that would lead to you doing something like killing him. But yeah. Well, thanks for the thoughts. I, I appreciate it. No worries. Take care, guys. See ya. Have a good night. I see where you're coming from. It's uh, I think we're actually all kind of on the same place as far as the morality of the issue. And uh, it, it's sort of like who who is the who or what is the proper enforcement mechanism? 
Um, I'm going to go with dad. Dad is the proper enforcement mechanism. No, no, I totally but, agree. But a lot of this is just a reaction to the society. Like my response is a reaction to the society that we live in. When I'm bombarded by this, like five-year-olds getting bottom surgery shit, I'm like, um, all right, you want to create child porn in Microsoft Word? You should be executed by the state. You know like I'm the, just overcorrecting. I've actually seen, um, well, and I can't blame you for trying to overcorrect in sort of the protection. Number one, the protection of children. But number two, um, I suppose against one of the worst vices that we as people could possibly entertain. So I understand wanting to err on the other side of it. I did see a, a Twitter conversation um, about this within the last couple of weeks. And there was sort of a bizarre argument that uh, I won't endorse because, um, well, I don't, I just don't believe it, but from this sort of the, uh, the pro side, and I, I'm not the, on the pro side. What I am is pro defending your rights, even when your rights are exercised in egregiously terrible ways, as long as they don't violate the rights of others. But the pro right. side, th- this was more of a pro perspective. Like this is good that this material is made, and the argument was that it satisfies that that thirst in a way that will ensure that children are not abused, that because this material is readily available to satisfy these people, they won't go on to abuse other children, which um, I mean, that's I'm not going to take that's that like position. the argument that birth control prevents abortions, which I used to believe. But really, it creates a more sexually active society. Hmm. And then people falter with the birth control use. Hmm. So that's not actually true. I'm sure there are lots of people out there saying, you know, I uh, I was a hopeless pedophile and then the digitally digitally created kid drawings really got me to fix my ways. I don't, Yeah, really. Yeah, it's um that is a very seriously speaking. It's a very difficult topic to talk about, obviously, but it's one that has a lot of very serious uh, moral interests at play. So mm-hmm. it's a difficult one. I like that. Uh, I like the debate. I don't like the the pedophilia. You get what I mean. We're a little bit behind, but I will give Ratchet Republican last word because I made him wait for so long. Hey there. Ratchet, are you there? All right, let's let him hang out, see if he can get his mic going, and he will uh, get last call uh, if he can. Appreciate the calls tonight, guys. Uh, Thank you for that. And um, if you are uh, having trouble participating or you'd like to participate live or you'd like to participate, but you can't do it live, rather, please send us an email question. The way to do that is through the contact page of the website, mattchristensenmedia.com slash contact. Look for the call-in show question form. We'll take those questions to end the stream each week as we will right now. Uh, Francoist French-speaking fucko. That's a great name. Uh, in asking if Christianity was quote-unquote spiritual globalism last week, I meant to ask the, uh, that in the same way ordinary globalism seeks to bring the whole world under a, seek, uh, a single economic political order and seeking to bring the whole world under a single religion, worshiping the same God in the same way without any regard to existing pre-Christian spiritual traditions. Oh, um, I mean, I suppose, but isn't life a quest for truth? And if the truth is, which I believe that it is, that Jesus Christ is the son of God and he should be worshipped and adored, then everything else is a lie. And we sh- we as Christians should want to turn people away from lies. Like, like, why would we want to have spiritual diversity if um, we love our fellow man and we don't want these people to be condemned to hell? Like, just just for fun, like, just, <laughs> hmm. just for the, the jollies of having a 
you know, diverse group of people on the planet um, spiritually, that's preposterous. You know, we, we should always seek the truth in our lives. Uh, it sounds like my son is being murdered in the next room oh. over. Uh, can you hear that? As long as it's not disturbing. All right. Mm-mm. It's it's bedtime and he's not cooperating apparently. Bedtime? Uh, yes. We put, our, we put our son to bed at a very responsible time. You don't let your kids stay up until 11 and then nah. crawl into your bed and then sleep with you. No. Nah, we, well, that's part of the issue is we're doing the old sleep training and we're late oh. to that, you know. Late, but, uh, mate. Yeah. Anyway, so if you hear some... Uh, if you hear some protest from the room over, that would be that. No. But uh, I, I feel like I'm probably just unqualified to answer this question. I just I so in the interest of time, I will I will just defer because it's my punt. yeah my authority to speak on the intent and practice of Christianity around the world is uh, shooting from the hip and not spoken from experience or expertise. It's okay. Casey is up next. Um, Casey says, are either of you friends or acquaintances with Caitlin Bennett? I only asked because one of your call-in shows a while back had a caller and call in who sounded a thousand percent like Caitlin. I can't remember which show it was, but if I had to bet my mortgage on it, I'd put it on the table on her being that caller. I've never talked to her. Have you? I don't know. Isn't this the like gun girl? Didn't she walk around with a, an the AR one with or something? Excellent hair. And She's then big curly um, blonde hair, right? That's the really, girl. really pretty girl. And then was it her discord or something got doxxed and she was saying something hilarious about Jews. Oh, is that what happened to her? <laughs> she yeah, might've gotten the girl canceled. I'm thinking of. Uh, what was it that she said live chat? But I, I saw those leaks and I laughed for like 20 minutes. Hmm. Um, yeah. The Kent state gun girl is what her Wikipedia says. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, Best I don't hair. know her. And I would be, frankly, I'd be very surprised if she called in. I doubt it. Yeah. So I, it probably was not her. But uh, no one listens to this show. Why are you guys listening to this show? <laughs> I don't have any. I, I've never actually spoken with her as far as I'm aware. Me neither. Blonde's mom says as melanin as non melanin afflicted people. Can you sympathize with the blacks who go, go on about how their bronze brown skin is magical, etc.? I used to think that they were idiotic until I realized I feel the same way about my blue eyes and that I pity people who look in the mirror and see a couple of dull brown circles in place of beautiful, glittering blue green irises. Should we actively lionize the particular features or the features particular to the European phenotype? Um, yeah, I think definitely. But I think all cultures should be doing this instead of living in diverse communities. We should be living in our nations of origin where we each uphold the our respective standards of the highest beauty. So like these Somalian women with like these beautiful white teeth and long necks, like they should be upheld in their countries. And it, it, it's the English rose. It's, it's, you know, your, your Russian with the, the cat eye and everything like that. It's, it should be, it should be like that. We should all have pride in our heritage. I don't have and a problem the phenotypes with that. of our heritage. And, you know, I, I don't have a problem with any particular people doing that. Of course, uh, that is encouraged among certain cultures and ethnicities, not encouraged, in fact, not allowed among certain ethnicities. So I don't know. I mean, um, I, I'd like to say that, that none of that stuff matters at all to me. And as a matter of politics and rights and morality and all that, I suppose it doesn't matter too much. That said, I, I mean, speaking honestly, our son still has blue eyes. We love his blue eyes. That's part of who he is. 
I don't know that it makes me that it had he been born with brown eyes that it would have been like, oh, what a disappointment. But there's just something about him that makes him my son in that way, you know? Um, so I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with enjoying that about who you are and, and your heritage and your all of that. So we should all be searching for beauty. I mean, that's part of humanity as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could agree with that. That uh, could, can we all come together on higher standards of beauty and excellence? That that would be great. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's and why it, I used to love Miss America or Miss Miss Universe or whatever. Yeah. It's like the hottest chick from every country that represents. And now it's like a Spanish tranny, and then like <laughs> Miss England was like black. I'm like, what the shit is going on here? <laughs> yeah, that will be. We, what, I'm sure it's probably already happened. Once Miss Sweden comes out in a burka. Yeah. Oh, that's it. That's time. Blonde has never seen an Australian Aboriginal. Yeah, really. I'm sure some of them are good looking. Some of them are very fine people. I'm told. Very fine people. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Anyway, um, I had one more thought, but I it escaped me. So probably doesn't matter. Selma Hayek, representative of Mexico. Harvey Weinstein, representative of Israel. (laughs) Okay. No, it's Natalie Portman. It's Natalie Hirschlag or nobody. Yeah, really. Or Gal Gadot. She's way hot. Hmm. Your turn. Randall says, Randall. Uh, wait, Randall Cunningham. Is this the Randall Cunningham, the quarterback of the legendary 1998 Minnesota Vikings? I'm honored that he listens to the show. Hmm. What is your opinion of sex outside marriage? And do you think men should stay virgins until marriage? Yeah, I mean, that's one of those things where it's like. Is it bad for society? Clearly, it is bad for society. I saw some, uh, this five-year divorce rates. So it's the lowest for people that have had one sexual partner, mm. um, you know, their spouse. And then it is the highest for people that have had two sexual partners and more than 10 sexual partners. Mm. But between three and 10 is almost as low as one sexual partner. Explain that to me. Explain why the divorce rate would be almost as high if you've had two sexual partners or 20. Uh, so it's the distinguish the line you're saying is just multiple that once you're into multiple territory, you enter high divorce rate. Am no, I no. understanding correctly? For one, it's low for two, super high. Yeah. For three through 10, it's low. Again. Oh, it's just two. It's so you've had two. one. So these are people who have had one sexual partner outside of and their then they spouse. Marry. And I think it's this, um, this element of comparison. Hmm. But I don't really know why that wouldn't apply to women that have had sex with three to ten men. Interesting. I've never seen that. But that, uh, it's still the but, divorce rate in, in like women that have had 20 sexual partners is still only 35 percent. Yeah. It's not uh, this, that high. this is one of those things um, we've had questions about, like the morality of masturbation and the morality of yeah. all sorts of um, I suppose you could call them sexual deviancies in a way. And these are one of those things where. uh it's it's an aim for the ideal type situation. What is the purpose of the sexual relationship? If we accept that the purpose is uh, procreation, it's the creation of child, uh, children, it's the raising of children. Well, how do you do that best? You do that best by commitment to your spouse because commitment to your spouse is commitment to your child. And if the yeah. purpose of sex is the creation of children and not just your own personal jollies, then you should strive to reserve sex for um, for your spouse and for the, the mother or father of your children. 
does that mean that if you fail to do that, you are, you know, does, I don't think you're the scum of the earth if you fail to do that. But again, it's just ideals. And at this point in society, we've got to the point where not only is it just treated the same as if you've banged 30 people or if you've just banged your spouse. Yeah. But it's actually the opposite. Like we've sort of idealized um, promiscuity in many ways. And that's that's going to be destructive. So is it the ideal we should aim for? Yes. Is it the worst moral failing of all time if that isn't? What happens with you? No, but try to steer toward that is a, is a good idea. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, did I read that? Uh, I think you're up. Matt's woke trans ex-wife from another life. A lot of people in the distant right dream about a white ethno state as the answer to our current woes. But it has been my observation that existing all white or predominantly white urban communities in this country tend to display highly progressive politics. Do you think... If an ethno state were to be achieved, the same problems we now face would replicate themselves down the road. Absolutely. That's absolutely true, hmm. which is why we need um, to have 5% first generation Koreans and Chinese in our country <laughs> to yeah. keep the white people based. Got it. We need rooftop Koreans. We do need roof. Yeah. The, the Chinese are also not messing around. Uh, we, every good urban center needs a Chinatown. I can't dispute that. Yeah. Um. Do I... I guess the heart of the question is, are there certain factors about urban lifestyles that lead to problems regardless of the people that live in them? And I certainly think so. Um, I've never been the, the more urban my life got in my young adulthood, the less happy I was. And it wasn't strictly because of uh, who I was living among, though, of course, that was more um diverse than other places I've lived, but it wasn't strictly that it was just people being just being in the close proximity of people all the time. Right. I think has a negative effect, at least for me on my uh, mood, on my happiness, but I can see how it creates the sort of political tendencies where you hate your neighbors so much that you want to exercise the weapon of government against them. And you see a lot of that effect too. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that there I don't know that I have a good explanation for it, but I think there is something inherent to the urban life that is kind of soul crushing. Yeah. And uh, that's true. Whoever you, you may be or whatever your uh, your race, ethnicity, anything else. Michael Schlecht says, in what areas would you like to see an increased government presence? I've always believed that increasing government presence in regard to subsidizing adoption costs for adopting parents would be one on a very short list of things worthy of government expansion. Uh, he adds, I've seen averages range from 12 to $40,000 per adoption, depending on state. That's interesting. Uh, um, I didn't know the costs were that high, but I suppose if we really want to incentivize putting kids who need good homes into good homes, maybe that's an area worthy of uh, public assistance. And I guess yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather just remove the barriers than subsidize the costs would be my reaction to that one. Right. But maybe the barriers are a good thing. I guess you don't want to put a kid into just any old degenerate house either. That's true. Um, I wish the government would oversee more safety measures for things that, uh, end up in public consumption. I wish they would do a better job with municipal water sources. Hmm. And like lower EPA levels of of heavy metals in the water supply and things like that. And then I wish they would do a better job um, regulating the quality of imported goods 
In 2011, a bunch of Mattel and like Fisher Price toys um, were covered in lead-based paint. And a bunch of children got lead poisoning from chewing on them. And then the uh, the guy that owned the factory in China that was running the factory, he killed himself. Mm. But like, why could, why can't we regulate imports? I don't know. I don't know what the law is around all that stuff. I, oh, it, it's been illegal to, to have lead-based anything since the 70s. But like still this kind of stuff happens because they aren't doing the proper oversight. It's like, mm. this is the only thing that you guys should be doing. Water. Lead. This is it, God. And they can't do any of this stuff correctly. Blonde's declaration. We hold these truths to be self-evident. No lead in the fucking water. No lead in the water or yeah. in toys. It's like, come yeah. on. Can we stop being poisoned by our environment? Plastics, seed oils are in fucking everything. Why can't they do something about that? Uh, my answer, and I, I'm not exactly totally comfortable making it because I realize that it carries a lot of potential danger but i'm going to go with oath breaking enforcement once you are a constitutional oath breaker you go to the pillory i want tomatoes <laughs> thrown at you i want other rotten food thrown at you. i want tar and feather for constitutional oath breakers and i'm not talking like whoopsie i may have overstepped with that mask mandate i'll not do that i'm talking like the people who routinely violate their oath and have no respect yeah. For the oath that they swore and the people that they whose rights they swore to uh, to uh, uphold. If yeah. you have the all these entrenched entrenched people in D.C. who laugh at you as they violate their rights, we mm -hmm. need oath breaking enforcement. And it starts with pillories and it starts yeah. with, you know, I was reading about tar and feather. Big bird costume is the Susan uh, code. You can big bird costume for these oath breakers. I used to think it didn't kill you. Oh, it kills you. No, no, it's it's actually it was commonly non-lethal. Yeah, non-lethal. It's just an embarrassment. That's all. I got to see this. I'm not talking about death penalty. I'm talking about just a little roughhousing to remind you that you work for the people and you protect their rights. Just a little roughhousing? Just a little. Just a little pillory um, action. Just a little bit of a big bird costume for these people. and feather yeah. Real picture. It, actually, I, I think I read there was not a single case of a lethal tar and feathering in the colonial era. Wow, seriously? That's what that's what my sources say. But you know how I read Wikipedia, so it might be the opposite. There were one million tar and feathering deaths during the huh. colonial era. But yeah. Well, now I got to see this. Thank you, Michael. I will read the next one while you browse. Uh, James says, it seems that a lot of kids over the past decade have been raised in, by the public school system rather than their parents. I think it's kind of pointless to have children if they will be educated or raised by anyone else during their formative years. Do either of you plan to homeschool and what's your game plan? Yeah, I mean, I hope so. Um, it depends on how many children God, God gives me and everything like that. Uh, but I hope I can homeschool. Emmeline, at least course five years ago plus i would have said homeschooling is for weirdos uh, now i cannot imagine sending my son into the custody of these people and by I these know. people i mean generally the public school system doesn't yeah. mean that i'm committed to homeschooling if i found the right school situation maybe private or some other school situation uh, that i thought was of the right values and with people i trust sure i think if we homeschool the path we will go 
it could be as simple as my wife uh, handling, you know, his his early schooling. Right. But as he gets Which older, be pretty easy. these homeschooling co-ops I'm very interested in where you homeschoolers get together and um, they're taught among, you know, parents who all cooperate and among parents who trust each other. And I like that, too. Uh, and I think that that would help with some of the socializing that I worry about with homeschooling. I don't want my kid to be so insulated that he doesn't develop some of the social skills that are necessary, um, which is the point I used to make to defend public schools. Yeah. But now social social skills mean going to school to learn about weird gender indoctrination and all sorts. Of, you get you get socially deprogrammed, I guess. Or yeah. Yeah. Corruptly programmed in these public schools. So I'm more worried about social interaction there than I am Me uh, too. Yeah. elsewhere. Did you find any uh, information about the. Uh, some fatal, some non-fatal, but it really fucks you up. Well, I guess I didn't read enough about the adverse effects. I've only seen, um, I mean, it causes horrible scarring. I've only seen uh, like movie depictions of tarring and feathering when they like put it over your face and eyes. Yeah. It's like scalding, but it seems like, like most of these people were tarred and feather on the back. Yeah, just, just you know, I'm not saying kill, just saying uh, a little reminder, a little, a little reminder by feather. That's all I'm looking for. I, I'm really struggling with that though. Like, God would would want us to make peace with these people that are doing horribly immoral things all the time and committing treason against our country and subverting Christianity. Like Jesus, you know, th th there were moments of wrath in in God. <laughs> Yeah, but it was that damned Old Testament where God was most vengeful. Jesus was flipping tables and stuff. Was he? I mean, I guess um, I was thinking more of God instead Jesus. of Jesus, but and I'm not super well read on Jesus. Do you have an example? I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but what like what are some? He wouldn't kill. People, what was gangster Jesus like? Uh, I am going to have a hard time getting into this without talking about the Jews. So I think we should. <laughs> So just carry along. Okay. But but there is a lot of old school God wrath. And, yeah. and I'm really struggling with that. It's like God cannot possibly want us to forgive these people and accept their will. And how do we stop them without killing them? <laughs> well, you uh, that's why I'm talking about little reminders, not death penalty. I'm talking about what reminder is going to do the trick, though. Like, let's uh, just give them a little spanking. It's a, it's a little more than that. Come on, pillory, pillory. That's uh, it's more than a spanking. I know, but like, I think like a Gaddafi situation would teach people more. <laughs> okay, pillory plus sodomy. Meet okay. me in the middle. All right, let's um, Tony Fauci, Gaddafi, no murder, compromise. I'll go as far as to say these people deserve one chance at atonement. All right, stop this shit, and it's. <laughs> And if Fauci says, okay, fair, but you know, just on and on and on. Okay. Um, half in the vag. Okay. That is a, a pun on red letter media's half of the bag. I get it. Blonde. If you had to choose a race or species from Star Trek for you and your family to be a part of, what would you choose? Hold on. Um, my gosh, I'm having a, a total, Brain fart. Can you finish reading this? The Kardashians are in Star Trek? Kardashians. <laughs> the Klingons, the Romulans, the Kardashians. Actually, that's probably a good way to describe the Kardashians, too. The Kardashians, at least Kim. The Kardashians. Consider, Consider their, their culture, yeah. values, and perhaps their looks and hairstyles. For example, would you be a Romulan living on Romulus 
that they would be your race and in-group and in which alien world would Matt fit in. This is so much easier for Matt because he would clearly be a Vulcan. Is that the Leonard Nimoy guy? Yes, it is a logic-based race. Okay. Pure logic. Aren't the uh, Romulans closely related? What's... uh... Yeah, but they are the emotional like cousins from a different planet of the Vulcans. Yeah. But they still have some Vulcan tendencies. I don't know. I'd like to be a Betazoid because they're hot and they walk around naked and they can read people's thoughts. Let me see this. Uh, what the f- Okay. Wait, those well, ch- they doing? just look like human women. Yeah, I know. Okay, but they're not human. No, they're Betazoids. They're empaths. Okay. Fair enough. I think uh, I answered that appropriately. They get married naked. Jmail says, Shalom, guys. A quick one. This is serious. A quick one. I think it is a serious question. I have an enormous nose. Like, it's huge. I keep thinking about a nose job, and I struggle to manage this this thing. Is is it vain for me to get cosmetic surgery even for practical reasons, or should I just embrace my big sniffer? I don't know, man. I mean, I have never had any cosmetic surgery. Like, five years ago, a little Botox. But I haven't done anything in years. Um, but I'm open to it in the future. Hmm. I don't know. Is it? Is I am it, generally very anti. Why? Because I just artificial cosmetic intervention. I just, I just, on principle, I don't think that we should be doing that unless you're. I guess maybe to get back to the subjective judgment calls. How freak show crazy are we talking? No. Like how just how like- big is this sniffer? Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, it depends on like, do people look at you and they're like, holy shit. <laughs> Does the sniffer enter the room before you do? How about yeah. that? Um, l- let me ask you this. Does the fact that he, I believe, is male, does that does that change? Are there different standards for men and women on cosmetic procedures? I mean, if a dude is wondering about this, uh, he must have like an accostingly large nose. Okay. My default is don't, but I would have to see the sniffer in question. Hmm. Okay. Dangerous spaces. Uh, or I guess this one's yours. Uh, dangerous spaces. I want to list a couple of talking points regarding Roe v. Wade. One, it was good that nine unelected judges made up a law, for lack of a better word, in an undemocratic process. The undemocratic process to reverse that decision is bad, though. No amendment is absolute, but we also can't reverse Roe because it established law. The Supreme Court is enacting an awful and wrong judgment, but we must expand SCOTUS. (laughs) We must return to normalcy, but also isn't it great that an unprecedented leak from SCOTUS occurred? The, the, The story of justices screaming about disallowing investigations of election fraud based on public response rather than the merit of the cases was clearly fake because there would never be a leak from the Supreme Court. Hey, there was a leak from the Supreme Court regarding Roe. I could go on, but what do you guys think of all the, the these new views that are suddenly emerging and for some weird reason are in contradiction to previous talking points? I'm, I'm done pointing out leftist hypocrisy because they don't care and they won't be reasoned with. And so I feel like I'm I'm yelling into the wind, just farting into the wind. There's just no reason to do it. Like, I, like we're in a total echo chamber with our audience because everything we say about Roe v. Wade, our audience is going to be like, well, yeah, duh. Yeah, to some extent, uh, I, I guess on Roe v. Wade, the 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 case, you know, I think there's probably some disagreement on some of the finer points of abortion, 
right, uh, as right, we right. had with the caller earlier. But as far as row the case, yeah. That said, I do think it's it's still important for us to understand the specifics and the technicals of row and and this opinion that uh, may overturn it. Because I I want to I don't want to do what they do. I don't want to go to bat in the argument without actually having done the homework and without actually understanding it. And as far as the hypocrisy, the only question for me, I agree that like, you know, we're never, (laughs) it's not breaking news that these people invent standards to suit whatever their preferred outcome is. Cause that's what they do in every situation though. It's a dangerous spaces point. They're clearly very glaring in this particular one. The only debate to me is uh, when is it that they're just too lazy to do the homework? And when is it that they're lying? Because if I get, like another example, Anna Kasparian did a great freak out. Another great freak out was Elizabeth Warren yelling uh, on the Supreme Court steps about how wrong it is for the justices to impose their will on the rest of the country. That is, is that just negligence? She's she is a former Harvard law professor, if I yeah. understand correctly. Yeah. She has to know that is a lie. But for a lot of people, they repeat things like that. It's hard for me to understand that the people who are just repeating talking points without understanding them often are reachable because yeah. you can say, well, you know, it's not correct. Here's what Roe actually said. And here's what Roe will actually do. And sometimes they'll say, oh, I, I guess I was misled by people like Elizabeth Warren. But for the Elizabeth Warrens who are not just politicians, but but uh, legal scholars in their prior life, uh, that's, I guess, where the lie is. So. To me, just differentiating the lie versus the the innocent, well, maybe innocent is the wrong word. The lie versus the negligence matters because the yeah. negligence, some of those people are more receptive. Ryan says, hey, guys, with the recent leaked ruling, it feels like the left is much more openly disregarding rules and processes. As much as I want to try fighting back within the system, you can't win a game when your opponent keeps changing the rules. What should we on the right do? And do we have to keep pretending that we haven't already or that they haven't already made the first aggression. Well, I agree with the premise that um, that our fundamental rights have been under attack in ways X, Y, and Z uh, for the last, I don't know, year at least uh, at, at minimum. So do I think that we would be within our moral rights to um, create some sort of renewed declaration to say, listen, uh, you are behaving in King George like ways and um, we are, are not interested in that. We're going to remove ourselves from that situation. And if you choose to pick a fight about it, that's on you. Uh, I, I would think I, I think that's perfectly morally square. The only thing I don't think is morally square is just kind of like. Well, it's not the only thing, but you can't just kind of lone wolf this stuff and and start yeah. acting like a crazy yeah. person. Um if you're if we're serious about this, we have to be organized and we have to be thoughtful uh, and we have to articulate clear moral principles. Trouble with that is even talking about that sort of thing gets you labeled uh, insurrectionist, gets you labeled yes. uh, secessionist, yeah. gets you labeled civil war fanatic. Uh, I And we're not and I'm not. I want nothing to do with any sort of armed conflict. I hope to God it doesn't happen. But I also will not. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it's fine that these people have no regard for uh, our legal systems that are born out of fundamental moral truths. Yeah. If they betray them, you have an obligation to defend yourself. It's just, I think we have an obligation to defend ourselves um, in an organized morally principle 
morally principled way. And that is very difficult to achieve. I don't have a great answer for how to do that because the second you start, it's it's like if Thomas Jefferson had written the declaration on the internet back in the day, they wouldn't, you know, they would have found him and they would have, um, they would have probably taken care of that. They being the redcoats. Right. Um, yeah, it was, it was a little easier to sp- I suppose it's still easy. It is easy to speak in private. It's just all of this has to be conducted without the easiest technology. Uh, that being the internet. And that's not exactly easy to do, but it's not easy to sit down and la- allow these people to abuse us either. It's sort of an obligation that has to, that has to happen. Um, I wish I had a great answer for how to operationalize that, but, but I don't. So, um, Adam Sterler, <clears throat> excuse me. Everyone talks about women's rights with abortion, but I never hear anyone talk about the man's rights to have a child as that is also his DNA involved with the child. If we as men can be held accountable for support after birth, uh, can we not have a say in whether the child is aborted? Um, of course, I think that of, of course that's a legitimate gripe. And one of the most disturbing videos I saw in the last few years was when that woman was uh, going to get an abortion and then her boyfriend was like banging on the door like, please don't. It's my Ooh, baby too. Please I don't know if I've seen that Please don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. He just curled up in a ball and just thought, please don't do this. It was just the saddest. Hmm. The saddest thing. I mean, I guess he can be consoled knowing that he did everything he could to prevent it. But um, of course, women or men have a say in this. What's crazy about that too, I think the position for a lot of people, I think rightly, would be that should be a non-issue because the abortion shouldn't be happening in the first place. However, I you wonder if that was a compromised position. Okay, we'll have elective abortions, but you must have the consent of the father. Mm-hmm. They would not accept those terms. No, of course not. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a women's empowerment thing. And so, right, the, the right to... Uh, not just kill a child, but the right to kill a man's child absent. I guess not that you can consent to the killing of your child anyway. That's sort of, a, I guess, a weird moral framework. But if you want to operate in weird moral frameworks that they operate in, it could be a, a some sort of um, compromise point. They wouldn't accept it, though. It's sort of like they they, they, they always are mad about um, rape and incest and all these uh all these anomaly situations. Right, and and yeah. if you say, well, okay, let's do rape and uh, incest exception. Are you happy now? Well, no, no, no. I want, I want abortion on demand and I want uh, abortion for any reason. Well, I'm with so, them on that though, because everybody would just say that they have been raped. It would create this epidemic of a further epidemic hmm. um, of, of women. There's gotta that. be a way to evaluate that. Uh, <laughs> Prove it. Prove the rape. It's got to be better than Christine Blasey Ford's <laughs> shitty evidence. What do you yeah, got? I have a red solo cut. Well, and even that, I'm not. I speaking on uh, completely candidly on it. I don't. As a matter of principle, I don't think I would favor a rape exception just because you can't. There's no moral justification to murder the child who is the result of that crime, even if it is a crime. Why would the child have to pay for the sins of the father? There's no other context in which we do that. So while I am totally sympathetic with the fact that in a rape situation, the mother did not consent to the uh, creation of that child and now, you know, bears the burden of carrying that child and birthing that child. I don't think that any of that creates a moral justification to end the life, though. It, It might be 
unfair. Yeah. And I understand that completely. But is the remedy to unfair and sort of difficult labor, uh, the situation that you find yourself in, is the remedy for that that you get to kill a person? That, that just seems incorrect. Of course not. Yeah. Um, is that the last one? Uh, Lost Crusader. Oh, sorry. One more. Uh, with the recent turmoil around the SCOTUS leak, how likely do you think it is that the left truly loses their minds and those with a sane outlook on the world can regain control in the coming elections? Uh, this is emerging as a as a possibility hmm. for me. Like maybe they've just overplayed their hands and this is their panicked animal behavior. Hmm. <laughs> oh, is it a, a child oh, no. murder situation at your house too? <laughs> maybe we should maybe we should wrap up here in the interest of our shrieking children uh, I definitely think that that's possible in which case like I will backtrack on all my years of blackpilling um, maybe I mean they are acting erratically they they keep making these nonsensical points too well 70% of Americans favor Roe and 80% of Americans want abortion anytime whenever they just make up polling make statistics make it up right and uh, and uh, like Elizabeth Warren, too, was saying, well, we they favor all this. Why can't we get it codified into law? Because you made up the polling, you crazy bitch. Yep, That's yep. not true. Nobody. Your views on abortion are actually wildly out of touch with the rest right. of the country. You just make up polling to say that they're not. And this is going to be interesting. I mean, uh, I know that there's kind of a, a tinfoil uh, way to look at this to say, well, maybe this is just the latest distraction to try to fire people up into the midterms maybe this is all planned in the way that a lot of this sequence events has of events has been planned but on the other side this is this is your big game plan to save the midterms is you think that like all the pussy hat you know crazy wine cat ladies from urban high rises are going to come out to those people were already in your bag of voters you had them yeah there's yeah. just i don't think there's any independent voter out there who's like you know Gonna my grocery bill is like 50% higher than it used to be. But right. I'm really, really mad that maybe in like Kansas, somebody can't get an abortion on demand. That's, yeah, that's where I draw the line. The problem, so I'm voting right. Democrat. I, who are, I just don't see this as a big political win for them. So I'm not, I'm not very tinfoily about how all of this particular story is playing out other than the mm-hmm. leaker. The leaker is ripe for tinfoil, of course, but yeah, but I don't think Alito is like oh, Alito in the court majority is kind of in on some broader scheme or something like that. Right. Uh, okay. That's, that's all. I appreciate our uh, email questions. Uh, thank you guys. As a reminder, it's the contact page of the website, mattchristensenmedia.com slash contact call in show question form. If you'd like to send uh, a question for the show and thank you guys for doing that. Let me um, check up on, tippy stream over on uh, d live as well jen collins says uh rape as a reproduction strategy rape genetics win (laughs) (laughs) i suppose um they probably have a pretty good track record uh there's no denying your point there uh we're good over on tippy stream i think let me refresh just to be sure yeah we're all set uh if you just want to catch up with youtube we'll call it a night sure let me reload this really quick Who's the last one? Excellent listening material over here. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. The Hunt, Roe v. Wade. Okay, I got it. I got it. All right. 
black magic. Wake up, sheeple. Margaret Sanger and the Democrats were right. We need um, abortion. Oh. <laughs> Can you not Come say on, abortion? Man. Can, Susan doesn't allow that? Well, he spelled it abhor. So it oh, it's a pun. Abhorshin. To weed out that the weeds ben from choking Dushiro out the We're really on fire tonight. <laughs> ben Dushiro. Kind of like that. Yeah. Um, Rogue thought, is it possible this leak may backfire? Yes. I, I definitely think it might. The justice may say if we change our decision, mob pressure works, therefore stick to the original decision. That's that's occurred to me as well. Yeah. And I, I, I'm trying to think who would be waffly on it. I, I have no doubt that you can tell Alito is Gorsuch. all in. Alito has wanted to write this opinion for his entire legal career. I know. He's like, this is. Yeah. This is he, he can't wait. So Alito's in. Obviously, he wrote the opinion. Thomas, 100% in. I know Gorsuch has had a slipper a slip or two here and there. But I really I'm confident Gorsuch is in. Why? Because he because he I think is a is a decent he's enough of a textualist to know that Roe is complete and total bullshit. And I say that with acknowledgement that he wrote an opinion b- explaining how transgenderism is part of the Civil Rights Act. OK, he's the one but, I'm worried about. Well, I, I would be more worried about Kavanaugh, actually. I think Kavanaugh what? would be but he's the one. Catholic at least. Yeah, but I, but is Kavanaugh like a my personal preferences guy over the law guy, even though either of You're them lead you to the same. You're more worried about Kavanaugh than Gorsuch? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better because I'm like, well, Kavanaugh and Comey Barrett are in the bag because they're. And Barrett too. I should say I'm not, I'm actually not very worried about Barrett. No, I'm not worried about her either. I'm not worried yeah. about Kavanaugh. So, so I guess my saving grace on uh, Kavanaugh is that. He remembers what they did to him <laughs> and he knows that this Apparently is wrong as a matter he doesn't of, because of yeah. his bad decisions this year. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, what, what else did he do? He did. Um, what, what was his big the COVID stuff? Yeah. There was, uh, some big fuck up he made that people were really mad at him for. I can't remember. How did that escape me? Cause it's it only, the it's mandate. within the last It was months. the hospital mandate. Oh yeah. It must've been that. That's right. That was a five four, wasn't it? The the CDC. God, are you, are you guys the, worried about about Kavanaugh? Live chat seems worried about him. Hmm. I, damn, I was like, we've got him in the bag. If I had to, if I had to pick which one I think is most likely to flip, it would be him. However, I also think that if if they went after him with mob pressure in the way that they did before, there's nobody more likely to throw his hands up in the air and say, you know what, fuck you guys, I've had enough. I'm it, it's beyond a matter of legal principle. Now I just care I don't about know, man. making you squirm. <clears throat> so, but maybe he's a broken man from all of this. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, the, I, him going in and defending himself in the impassioned, but well argued and coherent way that he did was honestly one of the most um, impressive political displays I've ever seen. I remember watching Christine Blasey Ford cry and thinking, Ah, oh, crap, because Kavanaugh's going to go in and he's going to be it's going to be like total monotony. It's going to be really boring. He's going to defend himself, but it's going to be monotone and and not sound legit. And he came in and he he kind of had that perfect balance of like, I'm really fucking pissed, but I can explain this in really good terms, too. Yeah. Um. I just I I. That was an excellent performance. Performance is maybe the wrong word. It's just such a high pressure pressure situation. He did a great job with it. And I think maybe even saved his job on the Supreme Court with it. If he had really just kind of rolled over for it, 
maybe they would have pulled some more Republican votes away from his favor. Yeah. Ugh, now I'm worried about this. I think, maybe I think I we're going to be all right. I should just keep my expectations low. Oh yeah. I think we're going to be all right, but, uh, I, I, it's not, I wouldn't count it as in the bag. I, I, if I had no. to put a percentage on it, I would say 75 to 80% likely row is done. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, we'll talk about it on Sunday. Robert Lockhart, I'm very interested in hearing what caused the trouble in your stream last Sunday. I'm sorry oh. you got cut off from explaining it earlier. Both awesome. Yeah. Zoom yeah, didn't sorry. send us a notice and suddenly they made it um, that you can only have 40-minute streams with two people or you have to pay for their product. But we didn't get notified, so we just paid for it. And it's uh, Yes. So, it, it, yeah, it's as simple as that. It's just Zoom changed their policy. Didn't really tell anyone that they changed their policy. And that meant that we were limited to uh, 40 minute calls, which meant we had to just restart the call every half yeah. hour or so. So that's why, but it is now, um, as we've tested tonight, it's, uh, rectified. So sorry for the inconvenience on Sunday. D Mackie says only this have I to recommend me that you have made me nothing. Have I to give you for all I have has come from you. Only my love is mine to give or to withhold. It's hmm. princess Liana of Romania. How beautiful. Well, thank, thank you. you. Matt Wilkerson, my daughter was born with a serious genetic anomaly that leaves her effectively disabled for life. Oh, God. I was sympathetic to the pro-choice argument before no more. There's no justification ever for the behavior we are seeing. Well, mm. you do have a superior vantage point. Mm. Um, I'm very sorry to hear that. Well, all the best to your family, and thanks for sharing the story and thanks for um supporting supporting the show as well i appreciate it incompetent uh, hands thank you. 30, oh i'm sorry oh, no, I, didn't cut you off. I knew this crazy homeless guy years ago who would shout where did corona go elon bought twitter women have the babies and disney is evil turns out the guy was just from the future <laughs> no you gotta listen to me you gotta understand to you don't yeah. you don't understand Thunderstorm, 300,000 kids go missing in America every year. All child smuggling around the country is finally processed in Ohio. Nobody knows how many kids go missing from Disney Park. That mm. uh, statistic is actually incorrect. It includes um, children that are found that go missing uh, for a variety of reasons. And it includes all um, divorced parents that take the child in a custody dispute. So Okay. So it's inflated. It, grossly inflated yeah. grossly inflated um but thank you for that uh n-word faggot says is a victim a victim if they don't know and never find out they're a victim like voyeurism kept solely in the possession of the photographer of course yeah yeah if you if you steal from someone uh and they never learn you take five bucks out of their wallet and they never notice they are still a victim of theft so um, righteous God. Did you guys see the latest Cawthorn video drop? The establishment is working hard to get back at him. Search Madison Cawthorn videos on Twitter. I have, I, I have not and did not. Um, he's had a couple, he's had a couple bad run-ins lately or just, you know, been caught saying things that he later backtracked off of and a few other controversies. Is he not a homosexual? Is that all fake? I didn't. I didn't know he was accused of. Well, or, this video came out of him like stroking the leg of a an intern or something hmm. like a male intern, and then he got caught um, for the second time with a gun trying to board an airplane. That was one of them uh, too. And it's like with the Matt Getz stuff. Remember, not long ago there was this story about how he was trafficking 
a minor girl for sex or something like that. Mm-hmm. And these stories, uh, I always have a difficult time reading them and understanding them because the allegations are serious enough that I want to understand the evidence. However, I know that the allegations are coming from people who make up the same sort of Christine Blasey Ford bullshit. And it's, it can be hard to differentiate what's legit and what's not. And Madison Cawthorn, I just haven't looked enough into a lot of his controversies to assess. Um, is he making a lot of foolish mistakes or is he right? He will commonly claim, uh, look how much the left goes after me. Is that an excuse or is that reality? I just, I haven't, yeah. I haven't done enough of my own assessment to tell you. Oh, apparently it's like a nude leak. Oh, who cares? Hmm. <clears throat> Madison Cawthorn confers video of him naked and dry humping man in bed is authentic. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, that's news to me. <laughs> naked and dry humping a man? Yes. Okay. Well, I guess his penis still works. <laughs> everyone everyone wants to know. Um, yeah, I don't I just don't really care that much. Uh, okay. Um, person, person says Matthew seven twelve. So whatever you wish that others would do to you do also to them. And that is how Matt and I once made love. He taught me the golden rule. <laughs> I, uh, you're acting queer philosophically square on that one. Thank you. Bango skank blonde. The line from Sunday is 40 seconds, but I want the Buffalo now. Yes. You mix it up with where's my burrito? Where's no, I mix it up with Bart saying, where's my elephant? I don't remember That's any of did. these and I consider myself pretty learned in Simpsons lore. Yeah, I, I, mm. I fucked it up. I've, I haven't seen that show in so long. No, uh, neither oral... have I. I couldn't tell you anything about the last probably 10 seasons, but before oh, that, more than that, I stopped yeah. watching it like season 12 yeah. or whatever. Um, oral panic. Why would they not run Michelle Obama in the next presidential race? She'll win. And it's exactly who they would want in there. I think it's going to happen. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter. That's the candidate I'd be most worried about, not because of fortification reasons, but because um, I I don't think they have anybody who would inspire more legitimate votes than she would. Yeah. So that would uh, that would not be welcome news if it was if it was announced. I'd be worried about that one. N word faggot. Two partners. Curiosity isn't yet satisfied. Three to seven. You've tried. It ain't for you. Seven or more, your vajayjay is a black hole, the depths of which knows no end. This is a stupid argument, though, because I hear like I hear guys like, oh, if she's had more sexual partners, she's going to have a bigger vagina. But what if you've had one sexual partner and you've had sex 5,000 times hmm. and then they have a huge wiener? Like, how is that going to change your <laughs> vaginal anatomy more than having multiple sexual? It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm with you. You can't make assumptions. But you're probably right about the other stuff. Poker says, I'm going to be a father. My lovely wife and ha- or I are having our first child. Been together over seven years. We're 25 and 24. Any advice is welcome. Thank you. My advice, get started early and you already did that. So congratulations. Congrats. Um, my only advice that I would say after the, the kid is born, of course, is, um, well, there's just so much development that happens. So my son's eight month birthday, if you want to call it that. He's eight months as of two days ago. Seriously. And it's just the skills and the development comes so fast. So little things they can do just appear on a daily basis. And the state of who they were and what they were capable of yesterday is gone and it's gone forever. And I'm sure you look back at pictures of your newborn daughter. I look back at pictures of my newborn son and I think, who the hell is that freak? So just 
it, it you know it can be it's an exercise in so many things it's an exercise in um, a new form of love you've never experienced in your life it's an exercise in new forms of patience and I frustration know, that you've never experienced in your life you want to see something i don't know if people can see look how big she is now oh wow yeah, yeah. i know we don't post this so it's fine but it's yeah. just it's just crazy like yeah. it had the time is just slipping through my fingers Can't all stop i'm saying it. is just take those moments to to be present you know as they say mm. to live in the moment it, it's cliche but it's serious it's just there are a lot of moments that are they come and they go very fast so just just enjoy them Enjoy them. AD says, why do leftists like Trevor Noah knock the leak drafts history and tradition words with stupid jokes about other sins in our country's past when all history and tradition is an analysis to answer constitutional questions? I mean, I don't think you can take Trevor Noah seriously. Well, these are the same people who say it's precedent. Sorry, it's precedent. Yeah. What is history and tradition? Precedent for how we evaluate rights implied by the Constitution. That is much more relied upon precedent than Roe v. Wade. Yes. So we're just going to disregard that. Um, and, and you know, it's like for the things they don't like, oh, we have a history and tradition uh, against slavery, right? Nobody's arguing that sla- we have a history and tradition of slavery. Nobody's arguing that slavery is an implied right in the Constitution because it's specifically prohibited. Yeah. Which would kind of override that implied right analysis. Would it not? It's just, it's just stupid. It's... um. And if not for history and tradition, what other criteria would you use? Frankly, maybe it's better that we just go back to there aren't implied rights in the Constitution. Those aren't things. Yeah, for you real. Want, you want the you want the more hardline position that no, it's literally just the text. There are no implications. If it's not in the text, it's not there. Period. Including your precious right to privacy. <laughs> and I say that I, I say that mockingly because they rely on it. You know, I don't. As someone who uh, appreciates textualism, originalism, all of that, I understand that, you know, things like privacy, I don't think it's insane to sort of infer or uh, for that right to be implied by a whole series of constitutional provisions. The Fourth Amendment is fundamentally uh, an amendment about privacy, security in your documents and property. Mm -hmm. Um, the, The 14th Amendment, even though it's been abused to all hell on this privacy issue, it is fundamentally about um, the security of your property against seizure uh, without due process. There's sort of a privacy theme there. I don't think that this, that it's an insane reading, but there have to be limitations. Otherwise, it's just, well, I like this. And so uh, yeah. it's uh, yeah. and if it's not history and tradition, what is it? What other what other standard would there be? And how could how could something be implied by the Constitution that is totally foreign to our history and tradition? That's exactly. how we get. That's how we get in bizarre situations like we're in now where, well, actually, the 14th Amendment meant to mean a, it meant to imply a right to an abortion, even though most states criminalized it at the time. And those were Civil War amputees talking about um, you know, prohibiting slavery and making sure that um, we weren't making any sort of race based discrimination and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. How, they weren't yeah. thinking about abortion at all. You just invent yeah. things into it. Yeah, that's totally true. Um, I think we have one. Oh, no. Jimmy P. Um, in the rape case, studies show that it causes further trauma as the woman goes from being a victim to complicit in the act against the child. I can see that. Yeah. Hmm. I'd have a really hard time with that. Um, N-word faggot says, Black Hole the JJ refers to hunger, not size. Thank you for that clarification. Uh. Dangerous spaces. 
Matt and I once made love. Is that how it's described? I don't play much tennis. Then we both made a deuce. I'm getting good at this terminology. What is happening right now? <laughs> I'm going to have to. Dangerous Spaces is fired for participating in this degeneracy now. We are good. <laughs> uh, thanks. Um, oh, I, did I say someone? Oh, N-word F-word says I missed a tippy stream chat. Oh, sorry. But I don't sorry, sorry. think that I did. Let me double check because I got the one N-word F-word. The only one I have is about uh, legally mandated speech. And we talked about that one. So it, it's possible that it just didn't go through on the tippy stream end. I'll refresh it once more just to check. But uh, but yeah, I, all I have is the legally mandated speech one. So my apology if there's some kind of confusion. But thank you for um, supporting the show. Of course. Appreciate it. Uh, anything else before we get the hell out of here? No, we, we're going to have a lot to talk about on Sunday. I can't wait. I am fascinated by this entire story. And maybe we'll have some more clarity uh, potential. It'd be nice to have some finality is that a word yeah it'll be a while i think just to know uh and not sit here for two more months wondering will they or won't they but uh maybe they'll drag it out anyway we'll talk about everything uh, that happens between now and then on sunday uh if you're looking for anything show related do head over to the website that's mattchristensenmedia.com you will find everything there thanks for hanging out with us and have a great night Bye.